Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I have the one, the only, the most requested, the most stunning, the most beautiful, Rachel Parcell, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to welcome to Weekly Trash. Thank you. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm nervous, actually. Oh, my gosh. Don't be nervous. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the presence of a true celebrity. No, I literally changed my little boy's poopy diaper and then came here. So I'm not. I love that. I mean, I washed my hands, but like, I'm not. fine if you didn't. I'm not fancy. Don't worry. But you are stunning and famous, honestly, in Utah. Like, it's unreal. The (laughs) amount of questions that came in for you. Oh, boy. I was just, I was like, wow, this is going to be a really long episode. Okay. I'm scared. But we need to do a dumpster deep dive into who Rachel Parcell is. Okay, guys, sorry to interrupt, but before we get into that dumpster deep dive, we have an announcement. It's Mother's Day on Sunday. So have you gotten your mom something? Because if not, I got you. Minky Couture, the coziest blankets on the planet. You already know they're one of my favorites, the Hugs Collection. You cannot go wrong with any of the blankets, though. They're amazing quality, but amazing quality can be pricey, so I'm here to help. Use code WEEKLYTRASH45 for 45% off. Spoil your mama or spoil yourself. And thank you for supporting Weekly Trash. Love you. Now let's do this dumpster deep dive. So let's start from the very beginning. I know most of these answers because we did have your sisters on, but for those who haven't listened to those episodes, where are you from? I'm from Draper, actually. Right, and right here, Draper, Utah. Draper girl. And you went to Alta, right? Because mm-hmm. I know Emily said she went to... She went to Jordan. For a little bit. So I went to Jordan my sophomore year. Okay. My family lived in Sandy and then my parents moved to Draper. And then I switched my junior and senior. I felt like I'm just a Draper girl at heart. My grandma lived in Draper, so I would always go over to her house growing up and I would take like a little sewing class in Draper. And I like loved all the Draper girls. I I always belonged in Draper. So when I switched to Alta, I was like, okay, this is where I belong. This is home. Yes. This is home. And growing up, were you a quiet kid? Were you the life of the party? Were you wanting attention? Were you more in the background? What was the dyna- dynamic between you and all your other sisters with you? I would say out of all my sisters, I was like the most extra. Okay. Like I was like wearing makeup first. I was teaching even my older sister about like fashion. But I was always like super shy okay. and reserved. What would you say your person? Are you introverted or extroverted? Yes. I'm You're introverted. introverted. Yes. Which is why blogging was like so amazing for me when I discovered it because there was like a screen barrier between me and other people. Yes. And you used to wear sunglasses in every in, photo. Yes. Because I thought it's mysterious. Like I well, no, like I didn't think I looked good in pictures unless oh, I had really? sunglasses on. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Cause I want to hear all about how you got started in blogging, but high school, you, did you dance? Uh huh. You're a dancer. Yeah. Did you want to be a cougarette? No, are you kidding? I knew I would never get into BYU. Okay. I did not have the grades. I danced at UVU. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So you wanted to go to college or did your parents make you go to college? Uh, I mean, it was always something where it's like it wasn't an option. Gotcha. But like I had to work my butt off to get a 3.0. You had to have a 3.0 to stay on dance company. And anyway, I was on dance company at Alta and that was like. Oh, that's still They were like the, the little shit. darlings yeah. of Alta. And anyway, I tried out when I still went to Jordan and I was like, okay, if I make it, I'll have 
instant built-in best friend so it will be okay to switch high schools because that's like kind of scary to do oh yeah so I made it and I tried out in like I think it was like April and anyway once I made it everyone in out or everyone at Jordan because they're huge rivalries huge like I feel like I was already shunned but they like really shunned me after that and I feel like I I felt like I had no friends other than like my sister who was a senior at the time right um and wait, what was my, where was I going with that? Um, we were going with, if you were, everyone be a cougarette and then oh, going to college. Yeah. So, so really I made the 3.0. dance team and it, I'll tell you, you had to have a 3.0 and I like literally gave everything to get that 3.0. I just like, no, I'm not book smart. I know it just never came easy to me. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. So, so. I knew I was never going to get into BYU and UVU I think I got in before I even like took the ACT. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just got in and then I tried out and I made it. And did you enjoy it? I loved it. Did you, you graduated, right? No. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. No, I, I totally dropped out. Once I started making money because, so I did the dance team for one year and I met my husband and then we got married and we were like poor college kids. And I switched my major. I was doing communications and then I switched to graphic design. Okay. And I started my blog with a lot of the skills I was learning in my graphic design classes. Like I learned um, all about like intro to photography, how to build a website, coding, all of that. Like how to make your own website in the graphics. So you made it. Yeah. So that's, so I made it. book smart to make a website. Well, that's the thing. I'm like good at certain things, but a lot of like biology oh, weird crap and stuff school. that doesn't matter yes yeah, no, exactly yeah. I was I, and I'm a horrible test taker same so anyway but in those like creative classes with in college I was like oh wow I actually am smart like I'm yeah. thriving in these classes but I started making like over a hundred thousand dollars a year and I was getting jobs in New York and LA traveling for fashion week and brands were sending me on trips like you know how you kind of see what the new TikTok girls are mm-hmm. doing. Yes. That was so much like what I was doing in the early, like, like 2010, 11, 12, yeah. like the early blogging days. That's what I was doing. No. So I was like, no I'm G. just going to defer a semester so I can go on all these amazing brand trips with like some of the biggest brands in the nation. Like I never thought I'd be working with them. Yeah. But then I never went back. Well, how could you? Like, why would yeah. you? I mean, <laughs> go back to normal college. Yeah, I mean, my dad was completely horrified that I was like a UVU dropout. But it is now. what it is. Look at you now. So when you were in school, you met your husband. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, were there any other boyfriends that you almost married? Like how Emily got engaged prior? No. Or was Drew like the one? Always. No, I mean, there was a boy in high school that I was like, it was my senior year. I was okay. like obsessed with him. In fact, he screwed me out of my senior prom date. Yeah. Was he older or was he a senior? No, he was my same age. Rude. Such a dick. Ew. And then when I was in college, I was he was going to Snow College. So I was like, oh, like, I'm going to come visit you. Yeah. Af- mind you, after he like screwed me out of my senior prom date, I like could not get over this kid. And anyway, I drove all the way to Snow College one night thinking like, oh, he likes me. No, that was a total booty call. He didn't even text (gasps) me and ask me if I made it home okay. After that, I was finally like, okay, I'm done. And then right after that, I started dating all the return missionaries. And I was like, okay, I'm done with like the loser, immature boys. And I dated 
just like casually a bunch of guys. And then I almost had a boyfriend right before Drew. And then I kind of used Drew to like push that other guy to like have like the DTR with me. Yeah. Which then backfired because the second I became his girlfriend, I was like, oh, shoot, I miss Drew. Yeah. So I broke up with him. But no, I had Drew as my only engagement. And then we got married. Is he the tallest guy you've ever dated? Tallest. 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 I love man. that. For and you, you want to know what's so funny? <laughs> Which looking back on it, I'm like, maybe that was true. But this kid that I broke up with, he was like, I feel like he's like, this is so crazy. But I feel like if I were taller, you'd like me more. And I was like, that is so shallow. Like, no, no, no. And now I'm like, my whole TikTok personality is like my husband's six, six five. five. I'm like, I hope he never comes across my TikTok. He's like, I knew it. Yes, I called seriously. it. Seriously, I'm only six foot. It's never gonna no, work. No, he's like literally like five eight. Oh yeah, no that. Cause how tall are you? Like five five. I'm five six. So in high heels, and I was a high heel girl. Oh yeah, like I Louis would pain through walking down the halls of UVU in high heels like so impractical don't ask me what I was thinking but I was a high heel girl and I could I mean yes it did bug me that I was taller than him in my heels that would bug me too yeah so maybe that did maybe (laughs) maybe that is right (laughs) it's okay though you have to have a type right yeah but because you love high heels did you ever do pageants did you ever want to do no I tried I begged my mom to let me she wouldn't let me really that surprises me that Shannon wasn't like yeah actually really rude because I feel like you could have been Miss Utah. Miss I know. USA. I could have. Miss America. <laughs> Miss Universe. No. So I actually. She's beauty. I she's judged, grace. They asked me to judge Miss Utah last summer. Yes. I saw that. And I met all the judges. And the panel of judges. I was the only one from Utah. The rest yeah. of them are like deep in the pageant world. They're all from the South. And they all thought I was like a former Miss Utah. Yeah. And that was truly the best compliment anyone has ever given me. I was like. No, those like, are the vibes. You I are get. such fancy pageant men who like live they are pageants. Like, oh, yes. And so for them to think that I was a former Miss Utah, I was just like, you've made my entire life. Well, you totally give off those vibes. So maybe um, in another life you. we can. Yeah, my mom like really, that. really. What was her thought. reasoning? It couldn't be like the competition because she was like, she was like, that is ridiculous. You're not going to do a beauty pageant. She wouldn't let me model either when I was younger. Interesting. Yeah, she's annoying. Um, are you going to put Isla Rose in any pageants? I, so she did. So when I judged, they let yeah. her do like the little miss. Oh, fun. And she loved it. Well, I'm sure it's so. Well, she loves dance and that's like being yes, in the spotlight it's on so stage. so much like dance. Like, yeah. you, it's funny when I was judging, like you can tell the girls that our dancers and just totally. the way they walk and present themselves is so different from a girl who oh for sure doesn't. anyway for sure but no if she comes to me and wants wants to do it I'll for sure let her do it oh, I could see you being a great pageant oh, mom I would be such a good you're already mom. a killer dance mom. I I'm a good dance mom I you are I don't you actually watching your stories as a dance mom makes me not want to be a dance mom because <laughs> I don't want to be up till three in the morning. Oh my gosh. Shit. Like, no, I'm it's good. like honestly it. on another level. But the studio she goes to is crazy. Like you can find yes. a studio that isn't as intense. But then they're not the but best. But I love, I love that I get to stay up till 3 a.m. bedazzling her ballroom shoes. I'm glad you love that because I, because I, I want my kid to be the best. Like my daughter, she's four, she's in dance and I've wanted to take her to the same dance studio as Isla Rose, but I just don't know if I have it in me to do all of that. It's honestly, it's a full time. I feel like it's a full time job. It's my full time job. 
Oh, I yeah, that's why we're here tonight because you had carpool. You have all. Oh the yeah, things. no, it's it's a full time it run, job. Runs your life, yeah. and you just started an Instagram for Isla Rose, and everyone's like, "Why would she start an Instagram for Isla Rose? Why? What do you want to say to those people?" Because, okay. In the dance world, it's like you have to play the game. Totally, every dancer who models for dancewear brands is an ambassador for dancewear brands. They all have Instagrams. Yeah. And it's like essentially in the dance world, your Instagram is kind of like your portfolio as yeah. a dancer or your resume. And I'm just like, I, I'm i not going to keep that from her. Right. I, I honestly held off for a long time because I know like the ugly side of social media. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm like, I wish – you know, I had something like that growing up. Yeah. And if everyone's doing it, I'm I'm going to give her all the tools to succeed. Well, and you're controlling and she it, needs right? It. Oh, yeah. I fully control yeah. it. She has no – I mean, she'll like – I'll show her things. But, no, I fully control it. On dance weekends, I'll switch her to public. Gotcha. Just because, like, people are tagging. And the you're tagging. You want the convention to see you. Like, it is such – it's a game, totally. and you have to play the game. And I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to give her every opportunity as yeah. her mom to do it. And social media is just the world we live in now. And anyway, after dance weekends, I turn her back to private, and then I go through and make sure that, like – and it's crazy. Like, there will be creepy people that will follow her within, like – What is wrong with the world? It's all old men. It's freaking weird. It's disgusting. So anyway, right after those convention weekends, in fact, a lot of times I'm like sitting in a camp chair outside the convention room and I'm just like monitoring who is following her when she's open. And then I block and then I switch her to private right after a dance weekend. I honestly, I could care less what people think about me having, if you, if you know, you know, when you're no, in the dance true. world, you know, it's their portfolio. It's their resume. They need it. Well, what's the name of the one that was on Dance Moms? Is it Maddie? Oh, that's yeah. like so famous. Yeah, that she was all yeah. over. She was doing the music videos with Sia. Like, yeah, that that's the game. Like, yeah. You have well, and honestly, like, honestly, for Isla Rose, I would love her to either be on the UVU dance team or be a cougarette. I, I don't necessarily want her to go do. I don't want her to go to New York and do Broadway. Okay. Um, if she wants to do ballroom, there's actually a lot of money to be made in ballroom. Oh, yeah. Not even just from Dancing with the Stars, like. If you're a professional Latin ballroom dancer and you tour the world, like you can make really, really good money doing yeah. that. So, I mean, if she wants to do the ballroom route, that's great. But like, I don't want her being like Katy Perry's backup dancer. Yeah, no. I'm like, eh, no. No. Well, and ballroom, I mean, it's it's a beautiful sport. Oh, it's yeah. a sport. It's to, oh, for sure. It's intense. Yeah. So well, Isla Rose, we're all rooting for you. She's I'm, so talented. I'm her number one fan. She's so talented. We love her. <laughs> Thank you. So you get married. And after marriage, did you always know? Because did you start the blog before or after marriage? I started it right when I got engaged. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have the mindset when you got married of, I'm just, I want to be a mom. I want to be a MILF. I want to pop out babies, be the Draper mom. I don't want to work. Did you ever have that mentality? Oh, or did you always for know? sure. Okay. I I'm mean, like, Utah Draper I'm girl. Like Are you serious? That was like all of our goals. Yeah, that's how we grew up. But did when did the entrepreneur side come out where you're like, no, I actually want to like have a business? I mean, well, I feel like I've always had it in me. I feel like a part of me was like, okay, I want to be like a stay at home mom, have kids. Yeah. Have a rich husband, like be the hot mom. Totally. But then in turn, like, 
even like going back through my dance career, I was always in leadership positions on my team. I was always like either designing the costumes or picking the makeup. Um, even when I was in college, I would do that. And then once I switched my major to graphic design, in my head, I was kind of thinking I can do custom wedding invitations and I can do that from my house and still be a mom. Yeah. Um, or like that could even turn into wedding planning, event planning. So I felt like there was always something there with a business. Um, I don't think like even if even had I not gotten into blogging, I think I would have still started some type of business. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like my ideal like dream high school girl was like, yeah, I just want to marry someone just rich and be a stay at home mom. Yeah. <laughs> so then but then you're starting to make a ton of money and obviously you were probably making more than Drew in the beginning. So, well, when we first got married, he was in his last semester in the business school. So after he graduated, he was making more money than me. Okay. And then, like, probably like a year after I started my blog, I started getting things deposited to my PayPal account from Reward Style, which is now like to know it. Uh-huh. And it was like five grand. And I was like, and that's a lot of money when you're like a newlywed yeah. living in a spider infested basement. Uh, Yeah. And your husband gets mad at you if you even, like, go to Harmons to get groceries. Like, <laughs> yeah, I actually... Go to Walmart. I lost so much weight when we first got married. Just from not eating. He would freak out at me if we, like, we couldn't eat out. Like, top Because we couldn't night. afford it. He would not let me go to my parents and ask for money. And he wouldn't let me go to Harmons. So I had to go to, like, Walmart. And I was... I just was like, I just won't eat. So I was, like, so skinny. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. The produce here is really yeah, gross. Yeah, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not eating that meat from Walmart. <laughs> like, I just know it's not the same. No, so. it's not the same. I grew up on Harmon's. Like, like, I'm a not. Draper brat. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. So anyway, I so eventually, I think one month it was like eight grand in my PayPal. And I was like, I have to tell my husband. Because I was secretly shopping with that. like the, Oh, of course. Because you could check out back in the day, like on PayPal. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he doesn't know. Because I yeah. the second he knows, he's going to like save it. He's right. such a saver. So anyway, finally, I was like, honey, I have to show you something. And he's like, what? And I'm like, look at my PayPal. And he's like, where did you get eight grand? I was like, it's from my blog. Okay, like, I'm a breadwinner now. Yeah. So then the next Sunday, he's like, hey, do we need to take some pictures for your blog? I was like, yeah. Because before, yeah. he never wanted to take Who my pictures. Who was taking your pictures? My mom, Shannon. Shannon. She would be, like, crouched in a bush. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I wish somebody getting was getting the angle. That. Oh, oh my that's gosh. amazing. Uh, your blog was Pink Peonies. Do you mm-hmm. still go by Pink Peonies ever? I mean, yeah and no. Like, yes and no. I feel like if some, like, people still, some people don't know my name. Some, they're like, oh, you're Pink Peonies. Oh, I said Peonies. It's Peonies? It's either. Kill me. Okay. I know. I asked my florist. I was like, which one is it? She did my flowers for my wedding. Anyway, that's how Pink Peonies came about. Peonies. Okay. Um, but anyway, she said people on the East Coast say Peonies and people on the West Coast say Peonies or it's reversed. Okay. But she said either one is like correct. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little where, bit better. Yeah. But, but some people, when I like am speaking on a panel, they'll think I said like Pink Panties or yeah, Pink that's, Penis. Yeah, or that's what like it that. sounded like. I'm like, I like Pink Peonies. Yeah. Peonies. It's safe. Yeah. It's, it's safer. Uh, yes, it is safer. The O. The O yes. saves you. Peonies. Yeah. Not Peonies. Yeah. <laughs> so you have the blog. Shannon takes your pictures. Now Drew's supportive. He's so supportive. And when did Isla Rose come about? Because how long had you been blogging before you became a mom? Five years. Really? I didn't uh-huh. know it was that long. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were. Yeah, we waited a while to have. And then it took me like almost a year to get pregnant with her. Okay. So, yeah, I had had it for five years. It was like established and going before I had her, which That's in hindsight, I'm like grateful for. That's amazing. You didn't start clothing, a clothing line until after though. It was in t- 2016. Which I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? Really? And I, so I started it and then I found out I was pregnant with my second. So I actually worked at Nordstrom at that time and you had just said Isla Rose and you were at Nordstrom and I, I saw you and you looked pregnant, but you hadn't announced it yet because oh, you're yeah. so skinny and like petite that I and was then like, I had like a you bump. had a bump, but you hadn't said anything. And I texted Megan. I'm like, is Rachel pregnant? And she's like, don't tell anybody. But yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was like, no way. Because Isla Rose was how old? Seven months. Yes. She was so little. And you were like, not planning Yeah. That. Well, it took me so long to get pregnant. Well, I mean, it for your first time, baby, almost a year felt like an eternity. So I was like, oh, I don't get pregnant easily. Yeah. And I was still nursing. So I didn't really think I could get pregnant. Yeah. But no, my body was like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do this. Pregnant. And what were your thoughts when you saw that? Were you? I was like, oh, flip. I'm starting this business. And now I'm In the spring. And I'm supposed to shoot it in the spring. And I'm going to have a massive bump. And how am I going to sell these clothes? Because it sells the best on me. That's what I was thinking, honestly. Well, it does. You're the poster for it. Yeah, I mean, but we still sold it, even with my bump. And what was that process like starting clothing and like your brand of dresses and all of I it? I look back, I'm like, how in the hell did I do that? It's intense. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like in hindsight, I don't think I could do it again. Really? Because it was so much work. And I remember going, they asked me to speak at their reward style conference and it was like taking your blog to a brand. And honestly, I'm pretty sure on that panel I said, don't. Really? Don't. Unless you like really don't feel like you have to because it's a trend right now and all the bloggers are kind of going that way. Yeah. Don't do it unless you really want to because it's so much work and it's going to take up so much of your time that it's going to take away from what you're doing right now that you're doing well at. Right. Which is blogging. And do you feel like that kind of happened to you? Oh, for sure. Because when did you stop writing blog posts? Um. Well, that was probably like a year and a half ago. Okay. So you still were... I, st- I tried to keep up with it the best I can, but every- it all changed once I started the yeah. clothing line. But do you re- you don't regret it, do you? Ask me that in five years. So it's a lot still. Yeah. It's a lot. Once, I mean, ideally, hopefully there will be a big payday. Yeah. With like a sell, but... Would you want to sell the brand? Is that the goal? Yeah. 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 Well... And I just brought on a partner to help me because I just like I can't do it anymore. And my kids like they're getting so busy. Yeah. I'm like, I would rather have like a smaller piece of the pie. For sure. And be able to be a mom. Because Drew has his own full time job. Oh, yeah. No, Drew. Drew did so many of the blogger husbands when I started, they quit their nine to five jobs and they went to work for their wives. Drew did not do that. Drew's yeah. like building his own real estate empire. And honestly, I'm like, you do that. Like, yeah, you run with that. And me and the nanny will handle the children. Yes. So and like right right now, I only have a nanny come twice a week. Really? And I do everything else. I drive all the carpools. I'm just like, I don't want my kids remembering all that time in the car of like a nanny. Totally. That's like the time I can talk to my kids and ask them about their day and 
like they're fresh from school. So it's like fresh in their minds of yeah. what happened. I just, I would rather make less money and be more involved in my kids' lives. I feel like in my 20s, I did the businesswoman thing. I was in Forbes. I was like doing all these like conferences and speaking and like growing my business. And it was just like, yeah, it was like my businesswoman era. Yeah. And in my 30s, I'm like, this is my mom era. Yeah. I want to wear my leggings and my sweatshirt. I want to have my Diet Coke in my car. I want to drive my kids to their activities, pick them up from school, make their lunch. I don't want a nanny running their schedules in their life. I love that. So. I love that. What advice would you give to women who are in that in between of, I want to be a businesswoman, but I also want to be a mom. I just would say you can never get the time back with your kids. Yeah. You can't. And I've seen so many women do amazing things like after their kids leave the house. For sure. Like it's not over for your, you once you're, you know, out of your 20s or in your 30s. Like you can still do amazing things. And I mean, if you want to juggle both, you totally can. I mean, I still do. Right. And I just like schedule things in between. And people that work with me and work for me, they know that like my kids are my priority. If it's a dance competition weekend, they know like Rachel will not be available yeah. at all, all day Friday. So don't even try because she will not respond. So they like they know and we've like scheduled it out like, OK, Isla has a convention weekend Thursday, Friday. I'm like off gone the grid to you. Like, so don't talk to me. Whatever you need to get from yeah. me, get from me today. Yeah. Um, and my agent knows that too. So it's, I mean, that's been great. But um, I mean, no, you can do both. I've just, there's probably, I know there's so much more I could be doing. Oh, for sure. But I'm just like, I, I can't do it. And Drew, you know, his real estate business has really started to take off. So I've just kind of like, taken a step yeah like you don't feel like back. I need to be making yeah. as much and money Drew as possible actually Drew said a comment to me the other day Uh-oh. I can't remember the, exactly what he said but it was something like I called my sister I was like Drew is such an asshole <laughs> what Uh-oh, did, Drew. it was Drew, like something about the fact that like I don't make as much money I don't something like that and I was just like excuse you I was like you're reminding me of how you were before I started making money yeah like like, you think you're all high and mighty now because you make more money than me. You're like, I don't know. It pissed me off. you not remember? But I, I called him out. It was fine. Oh, I'm sure you did. But anyway, no, I'm 20s businesswoman era, 30s. It's my mom era. We'll see what happens in my 40s. Love that. Yeah. Love that. And you just started IVF mm-hmm. for a fourth baby. Yes. And what made you go that route? How long have you guys been trying for your fourth? Like almost two years. Because you had a miscarriage. Or chemical pregnancy. It's like what? It's, I don't know. I think it's a chem, I don't know. And that, that was a huge controversy on the internet because Emily and I were on a live and I had said I had a miscarriage and Emily was like, no, you didn't, Rachel. And everyone like freaked out at Emily. It was like this huge drama. And my mom called me and she's like, what? You like, you're, you, Emily's getting death threats on her DMs. Like it was crazy. My gosh. Anyway, but I don't know. It was, it was a chemical pregnancy. I don't know if that's like technically a miscarriage. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. But it, emotionally, you still have the same. Well, it just sucks because we got a positive. Yeah. And then like two days later, we got a negative. And it was like, so for two days, I thought it was pregnant. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it sucked. So I'm like, I can't imagine women who 
are pregnant and have miscarriages at like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine, like. Yeah, the longer you because I was pregnant. I only thought I was pregnant for two days and I was like depressed about it. Totally. So anyway, yeah, whether it's chemical or it's a miscarriage, you still go through that mindset yeah. of I just lost my baby. Yeah. So and I was worried that we would have to do fertility stuff. So I was like so relieved that I wouldn't have to do IVF because I saw my sister go through it. I saw my sister-in-law go through it. And honestly, I did not want to do the shots. My sister is like, you're going to gain 15 pounds before you even get pregnant. Like, it's awful. So I was excited to not have to, to, not have to deal with it. And just, I'm like ready to close the baby chapter. And so I was like, okay, perfect. Like, great. Yeah. And then it didn't, it didn't work. And so now you're doing IVF. And you're set on it. You did your shots. Oh, I'm on day five of my shots. I mean, after the first day, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. And Drew's like, um, Rachel, we've already paid $17,000. Yeah. And I don't think they refund that. Yeah. So you, you will send back the suck shots. it up and you will take the shots. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We paid all we, that money. Yeah. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. It's crazy. And you did you ever try an IUI? With Ford, I did three. Okay. And none of them worked. So I called Dr. Folk, my doctor, and I was just like, I don't even want to mess with an IUI because so really what made me decide to actually call and schedule my IVF, my periods are like so bad. In yes. fact, I actually just found out I have five fibroids and I have a cyst on my ovary. No way. And so I think that's why the bleeding was like it's like I can't leave my house for two days. Really? So I was like, I can't try for another year and every month deal with like the pain. Because did you have an IUD before or something? No, I no, I I did birth control for like a month. Okay. When I was nineteen, right when I was getting married, and she guys use condoms. We like almost broke up. Pull and pray. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, we would do condoms and then once we figured out i can't get pregnant easily then we just stopped using it oh, you're like screw it yeah yeah Let's and then just i go. never got pregnant that's but, crazy um anyway yeah so ivf that's that's happening you're five days in everyone's sending you baby vibes when because i don't really understand the ivf process so you take your shots what's so, next well okay so first you have to take birth control okay i felt way worse on the birth control than i do on the shots Really? Oh my gosh. I asked any of my sisters two weeks ago when I was on birth control, I like was going, I was in my garage and I had a glass bowl and I went like this and it just like shot. Like, I'm like, I don't even recognize myself. I'm psychotic. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I remember why I stopped taking birth control and why oh my, my husband was like more than willing to just wear condoms because I'm so psycho on birth control. I think a lot of women are. Like, I don't know how women do it. Oh, I've never, I'm the same way. We do condoms. I've, I'm not yeah. about to put myself no. through I, any mental. I'm like not mentally okay on birth control. So I only had to take it for eight days. I don't know why they put you on it, but for whatever reason, you have to take birth control for eight days and then you have like a four day, five day break and then you start your shots. Gotcha. Well, and then you have all the, the ultrasounds, which it's not like a baby ultrasound. It's like they literally right. have a wand and They're they like shove it up your vag. Yeah. So that's fun. That is fun. And I'm like laying there <laughs> and there's like this one square on the ceiling of like a palm tree. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that I Paradise. almost thought I was in Hawaii for a second. And she's like going in there with. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Lubing up this nice little wand to just stick right on in yeah. there. No. Super comfortable. Yeah. Super so anyway, we're doing this one cycle. If it doesn't work, I'll be at peace with closing the baby chapter. I feel like there's one more. Like, I can't let it go until we do one of these. But I can't. I can't okay. do it again. And I, I have to get an ablation or, like, honestly, a hysterectomy. Um, so anyway. What are the age gaps between your kids? I think they might be the same as mine. I think Isla Rose and Bear are closer together than mine. But what's the age gap between Bear and Ford? Um, Bear is – he'll be seven in September and Ford's almost three. Oh, okay. That's bigger than I thought. That's Okay, so four years. Yeah. Because mine are 20 months apart and then this one and the other one are going to be two and a half years apart. Oh, and I'm – I'm not ready for three kids. Was three hard? No. Two was harder. Okay. I'm, that's what I'm hoping for because two kicked my ass. Two two almost killed me. Yeah. Three was so easy. I mean, mind you, he was born in the pandemic. So we Same were home. With mine. Yeah. But two, two was way harder than three. Okay. That makes me feel better. Can I take my earrings out? Yes. You Sorry. can totally take They're your earrings like out. killing me. We can even, we'll pause this while you take them out. Okay. Now your ears are free yes they're, they can they breathe. feel so much better okay so now we're going to talk about the church a little bit because oh, yay here on weekly trash we talk about our religious beliefs because everyone is so noisy nosy do you have a lot of mormon listeners i have a very big range i okay. have mormon i have people who don't even know anything about the church and they get really confused when i talk about missions oh yeah like all the mormon language it's yes. its own language yes for sure and when I say elders or brothers, sisters, Boards, like, yes, steak. steak center, all of that, they're like, what are you talking what about? A, what's a steak center? Totally. Garments, all of that. Oh, boy. Um, but you, since the very beginning of your blog, I feel like you've always been very open about your religious beliefs and mm-hmm. that you're a member of the Church of Jesus yeah. Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. With that comes the garments. For those who aren't aware, it's underwear. It's literally your underwear. And they're these sacred pieces that we wear on our body that go to our knees, that cover our shoulders, yada, yada. I feel like when you first started blogging, you were so like intense on always wearing garment friendly clothing. And slowly we've seen you wear less of that. And people are talking because again, people are nosy. So what, what changed from then to now that has made you more confident in wearing what you want to wear and not just wear mm-hmm. it because it's garment approved. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is like, I could talk about this subject for like hours. Um, so I feel like when I first got married, it was like my sisters and I would be like, okay, what can we get away with? Like, totally. The petite we're going to get the petites. Yeah. How short can we go without it being covered? Whatever. Totally. So, and I, like, even when I, like, was, like, very good about, like, my hem lengths, even if an inch above my knee was showing, I would get crap. Well, I remember if you were on vacation, you'd have to clarify and be like, I was wearing a swimsuit. I am on the beach. I'm wearing, yeah, people are people honestly are so psychotic. I Truly. literally can't. Um, But for me, so when I was pregnant with my third baby, it was... I had him in July and I just like, I got so big so fast because he was my third and I was so uncomfortable 
and like hot. And I just like, I switched from my garments to my husband's garments and it was the pandemic. So it was like, kind of like I couldn't go into Deseret Book and like yeah. buy maternity garments. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm like, I don't know where my temple recommended is to enter my thing to right. order them online. Whole, like a it's thing. a whole process. A whole thing. So I was like, okay, I'll switch to my husband's garments, which sadly my six, five husband's massive garments no. were tight on me. No. Oh, I, I, I gained so much weight in my third pregnancy because I would sit right at home and make food nanny bread all day <laughs> and just chow down on it. I gained so much oh freaking gosh. weight. None of my garments fit me. My husband's were too tight and it. I'm like, it has like the weird like wiener hole. Right? No. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> no, seriously, though. It's, I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing this. So for the remainder of my pregnancy, I was like, Heavenly Father knows my heart. Totally. I can. I am so freaking uncomfortable. Totally. Like it was to the point where a lot of days I would just go commando. Like I oh, couldn't. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable and then towards the end of my pregnancy in like may and june i just would like put on a really stretchy swimsuit and just like like literally go in the pool and just like free float with my massive stomach yeah um so i felt like i got out of the habit of wearing them when i was pregnant and then when I was nursing, I never wore my garments when yeah. I nursed any of my babies just because it's like with the nursing bra. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is it's so uncomfortable. And like, I don't know who they have designing these, but this is a joke. Truly. And I don't think God cares. Agreed. If what type of undergarment or underwear I'm wearing, like when I'm trying to feed my baby. So I would just wear my nursing bra and I'm like, I feel like if you're a dancer, you're like very open and comfortable in your body. Yeah. Like I will be anywhere. I will literally pull my shirt down and just stick my baby on my boob. I mean, I've had like my father-in-law be like, can you please go in the other room? And I'm like, no, "No, you can go in the other room. Don't sexualize my boobs. I'm feeding my child. Like people should see that these are used for more than sex. Yes. And Anyway, I like told my mom and my sisters and they were like, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> They're just mortified. I'm like, like Rachel, no! just cover yourself. I'm like, no. Anyway, so I like just, I don't know. I've always been like very, if you're a dancer, you get it. You strip down anywhere and you change. Yeah. So, and then in my blogging career, I feel like I'd be like on a sidewalk and I'd have like an outfit change, just strip down, change. Anyway, so nursing, I didn't. And then I tried to, I like wore them again after I stopped nursing and I was like, this is so uncomfortable. And by then they had like updated them. Yeah. There was like a new, like they went lower here. Uh-huh. They had like the mesh on the side. Yes. They like were more low cut. They were lower here. And I was like, who's making the decision on these? Like, yeah. I know at one point they went to the wrist oh, and back then in the day. through the years they came up and I was like, at this point, like in my life, I'm in my 30s now. I don't give a shit what other people think. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I, I don't think these are comfortable. And I don't think God came down and told the men leading the church, hey, guys, we can take it from the from the wrist up to the, the elbow. The elbow. Yeah. And hey, guys, let's take it here now. Oh, now we can go the shoulder. Now you can take it down from the armpit a little lower. Yeah. And they keep getting like less and less. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let men 
I'm I think that is who comes up with garments and the guidelines for it. I'm not going to oh, let a bunch yeah. of men sitting in their suits in Salt Lake tell me what type of underwear I can and can't wear. Especially when I am not like they are so uncomfortable. I feel like I have like a sensory thing, especially the older I, I get. The same way. And like I know women who they're older and I live I've looked up to them for years. They have like the strongest testimonies and they also have like sensory and they they're like, I, I can't like I, I can't wear them. And yeah. they're so like staunch that they like got permission from the first presidency to like be able to wear. It. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's amazing for them. But I'm like, why am I letting these men tell me what type of like we're talking about underwear here? Yeah. And when it comes down to it, I don't think a Heavenly Father cares cares or thinks less of me. He knows in my heart. I'm so like they're not comfortable. I'm not wearing them because I'm like, oh, I feel so spiritual. I've never thought that. I've always felt like you were wearing them for other people. Yes. Yeah. And so I was just like, I'm, I'm going to wear what, honestly, it comes down to like comfort. Yeah. I don't wear things. I, I just, the older I get, I can't wear things that are not comfortable. If it's not comfy, I, I put it on for two seconds and I can't do it. Yeah. And that's a dress, underwear, pants, jeans. Like I don't, I never wear jeans anymore. I can't, I literally can't do it. It's too uncomfortable. Yeah. So for me, I think people are like, oh, is she leaving the church? I'm like, no, I like truly it's not a comfortable form of an underwear for yeah. me to wear. And guys, I don't think God really cares that much. And if it reminds you of your, you know, things that you've done and it, if it triggers if, you. Yes. If it like strengthens your testimony and your relationship with God, that's amazing. Like, I'm so happy for you. Keep wearing them. Yeah. Good for you. It's a but why statement. the hell do you care what type of, like, literally, underwear? Like, some Jewish people wear a yarmulke. Yeah. Some don't. Why does that, why can't I still be Mormon? Like, that's what is so upsetting to me with, like, the whole online thing is it's like, oh, she must be leaving the church. She must, whatever. And it's yeah. like. No, that's actually not the case at all. Well, thanks for clearing that up for yeah, there the, you go. the Karens out there that are really yeah, concerned about your you underwear. Go. And honestly, I feel like someone told me this. They're like, they need to figure out what is so like what you're doing, why it's so triggering to them. Yeah. Because it's something within themselves that's triggering. It's like not necessarily what you're doing. But like maybe the fact that like they don't give themselves permission to make that decision I think that's themselves. Exactly it. And so it's so triggering that you have given yourself space to make that decision for yourself. Yeah. And that's triggering to them. No, I totally think that's it. I think they see you wearing the clothes that maybe they would want to wear, but they haven't let themselves wear that because they do have such a strong testimony. So in their heads, the only option is like, oh, she must be leaving because you can't do that. That's not okay. And I mean, honestly, like modesty is so subjective. Like I, we were in California and we met these two women. They were Jewish. I think it's a certain type. I can't remember like the exact term, but like they had on like to their wrist and we were there in our bikinis. Yeah. And, you know, they were like covered up for their standards yeah. and for our church standards, like we were in a swimsuit, so we were fine. Yeah. But I mean, for them, they were probably like, I mean, 
I'm not saying they're judgmental, but they were probably these girls are in their bikinis. Yeah. While they're like not even in a, they won't even get in a swimsuit in public to show their leg. Yeah. And Mormons are so caught up, caught up on being modest. Yeah. I'm like, well, your version of modest isn't modest to a lot of people in the world. So like get off your high horse. Claps. I love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) You have definitely become more vocal about certain things that you weren't five years ago, like religion, politics, profanity, plastic surgery, all the things. What has changed to make you just really like not give a shit what people think? I think I'm 30. I think people like, oh, you've changed. I'm like, no, I've literally been this way. Like I, I feel like my sisters and I, we've always been like crass. We, my mom has always been horrified at half the things we say where yeah do and I mean we're like not to say we're, we're not like crazy but like right we weren't like perfect little angels and all of a sudden but you, you hear me swear like on TikTok pers- it's like angels. I just didn't swear on Instagram yeah. TikTok's like so different yeah and social media has changed so much that now I'm just like oh I'm just showing more of like if you knew me like one on one, that side of me is shown on TikTok, and it's not any different than how I've always been. Yeah, because TikTok isn't as curated; it's just what you're doing yeah. day to day. Yeah, and it's I mean TikTok is so crass, but I like love it because I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is so hilarious because that's how me and my sisters have always been well and everyone was like please let it be tiktok rachel that comes on the <laughs> podcast we need tiktok rachel we don't need pink peonies oh we gosh. need tiktok rachel i know it's funny i think i got like in the pinterest days yeah. i was like crowned as like the like perfect like mormon Classy. homemaker cla- and people would say when they meet me they're like oh my gosh you're like way more chill and not as like yeah. buttoned up as i thought yeah um, but no, it's always been me. It's just like social media changed so much. Like yeah. instead of sharing your perfect, pristine white kitchen and your freshly baked muffins like you did in 2012. Yeah. Like you can say the F word on TikTok and joke about yeah. your sex life and it's acceptable. <laughs> no, seriously. Do you have anybody close to you that's like, Rachel, please stop? It's Shannon that's like, she, Shannon cares about the status of things. Totally. And like before I'm like, mom. She, like, gets on me about not wearing garments now. And I'm like, Mom, I didn't ever wear them, like, exactly perfect for years. You never said right. anything. But now that, like, Everyone her knows. friends yeah. will be, like, her – I'm sure you know who I'm oh. talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The it's just – oh, it's so sad. It's just oh, so sad Rachel. what Rachel's doing to her mom. It's just awful. Anyway. She's going downhill. It's like she cares, like, about – my mom really cares about public perception, but that's so that generation. Totally. All those women. It's like they want to seem just so buttoned up and perfect. Yeah. And I feel like that's why our generation has gone like so far the opposite because it's just like exhausting. Did it's you exhausting. ever feel that way, though? Did you ever feel like, Shannon, where you wanted to just everyone to think you were perfect? No. No? No. You just. And I was like, well, actually, no. I guess after I found some of the like gossip sites about me yeah. back in the day. I feel like that's when I would only wear sunglasses. I like stopped sharing a lot of personal information. I stopped writing long blog posts. It was just very like much about the outfit. Yeah. I feel like I closed off a ton because I didn't want to give people the space to criticize me. So I was just very like, 
closed off. Yeah. Um, but then once I, after being in the game for so long, I was just like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. How do you not, like, how do you handle the crazies out there? I just think like, you, do you almost truly become just numb to it. Yeah. And I'm so busy with my kids. Yeah. Like, I don't even have time to think about it. Like, we were in, when we were in um, Florida for the Taylor Swift concert, my sister, like, got on Reddit and read something and she, like, I can't even remember what it was. Why would she do that? It, yeah. What, Emily? Emily? Yes! I was like, Emily, Get why would you do that? Off Reddit. She's I so knew annoying. it would be Emily. Oh, she's like, I have to know what they're saying about me. I'm like, you're so annoying. So... I'm like, you just love to read about yourself, whether it's like bad or good. But it's so bad for your mental health. No, it's so it's bad. It's so bad. It's so freeing. It's like what they say can't hurt you if you don't know what they're saying. Yeah, their opinion has. Yes. It's none of your business no. what their opinions are. Yes. That was so freeing to me. So I haven't like read any of that stuff for years. But anyway, we were in Florida and it was just me and my sisters. My kids weren't there. So I was like kind of out of the mom mode. And yeah. it was like living like the Taylor Swift queen life. Yeah, it looked amazing. You looked amazing. Oh, thanks. It was so You much all looked fun. stunning. It was so fun. But she told me something they said, and I can't remember what it was, but I got so hung up on it. And I think it's because like I didn't have my kids there or my yeah. husband, and I wasn't in my day-to-day life, and it was just like just me. Yeah. And so it like really pissed me off, and I'm like, this is so dumb. So dumb. And compa- like they've said way worse stuff. Yeah. Why am I so hung up? But then the second I got home, like now I can't even remember what it was. Totally. So I feel like my kids, my husband, like, keep me grounded. And I, like, like, I mean, not to get churchy, but, like, keep an eternal perspective. Like, yeah. in the end, what they write on the internet, like, that does not matter. And I'm not going to let that affect me and my mental health to then affect my husband and my kids. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let them have that power over me. I love that. And I just have to say, if anyone listening is a Reddit loser, fuck you. No, literally like, fuck <laughs> off. Like you are such a loser. Like get, get a life. life. <laughs> like, like I, I honestly feel bad for you because your life must be so fucking sad. It's sad. Like so fucking sad that you take the time out of your day to go on a site where nobody knows who you are and make shit up or say horrible things. Go, go do something. Go get a job. Yeah. Go work out. Go be with your kids. Go have uh, sex. Go like yes, do something. I know. And listen, we're all women and we love to like gossip oh, and bitch about great. each other. But don't be but, assholes. But like to the level that they go of detail and like it's some of the things my sister tells me, it's shocking. It's disgusting. Yeah. Why do you think people are so obsessed with your family? I don't know. I don't know. Like what's the secret I'm sauce? Like, I that- don't think we're that cool. Because you always get compared as like the Utah Kardashians, the sisters. And people really are obsessed to the point where they make these Reddit pages and just go berserk. When I, when did it start? I just, so before Reddit, it was get off my internets. Okay. And I was like in the back end of my analytics on my site. And I was like looking at all my referrals because I was like, you know, being an SEO queen, like, yeah. okay, Where's my traffic coming from? How can I build on this? And I saw a bunch of like referrals from this website called Get Off My Internet. And I was like, what is this? So I click on the link and I find my page. And it was like, honestly, I like felt like this is so, I don't know. This this might be getting too churchy too. But I feel like 
Satan is always somehow wanting to like bring people down. And I felt like the second I clicked on that page before I had like even like really gotten to like the mean, mean stuff, like this like dark spirit entered the room. Like that's all I can describe. Like it was just like this evil spirit and I was so wrapped up in it. I had never felt like so low about myself because, you know, usually when people talk shit about you, you don't. Oh, you don't know about it. You don't it. know about it. So yeah. again, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. It's not That's your like the first time that I had like discovered like, wow, like. People think this? Whoa, I'm like getting, I'm like a fly on the wall to like shit talk on Rachel. Yeah. And it was just like shocking to me and they were vicious. And I just was like, I like went into like this really weird like funk, like, like a depression for probably like two weeks and I was like, I don't even know if I should still do this. Because at this point, I was making money, but I wasn't making like a ton of money. Yeah. Because this was like so early on. And I was like, is this even worth it? And honestly, like, I honestly think it was like Satan trying to like throw me off course and try and get me. To stop. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like, it's crazy because people are like, People are so mean and they're like, you're a horrible example, da, da, da. But there's been so many women who have discovered the church and who have actually been baptized from watching me and my family. And then the missionaries come and they're like, oh, I've heard of that church, that girl, their family's so tight knit. And it's like kind of the spark they need. And I always have been so open about my religion that I like kind of think that Satan was like trying to like, like, yeah, get me to not share no. Anyway, but I I definitely was closed off for like six months after it. And then I was just like, I can't, I like, I can't read it. I stopped reading it. I've never been back on. And apparently now that's not a thing anymore. Now it's Reddit. Yeah. And Emily will like kind of give me like the lowdown sometimes. And half the time I'm like, that's so stupid. How does she even do it? Though? Like, I can't. I don't know. She's I, like, she's like, I literally, I have to know what people are saying about me. I'm like, I don't want to know. You're crazy. I don't want to know. Yeah. Because I had a similar thing. I'm like not famous at all. But somebody had started saying things on Reddit and I'm like, I'm a nobody. And I don't make and I don't make money because I'm like, all these people you talk about are really rich. (laughs) So like, (laughs) so they don't really give a shit because they're getting a big check. Like, oh, you want to say I'm ugly and stupid? I don't care. I'm getting 10 grand from Tart. Like, I don't care. But I'm not getting 10 grand from Tart. So like, shut the fuck up. Don't talk about me. Like, I do this for free, basically. So leave me alone. And and I got the same where I was like, I can't look at this. If I look at this and I know like the bigger you get, the worse it gets. And I'm just like, I can't imagine why Emily would want to do it. No, you have to accept they're going to say what they're going to say. Yeah. And not care what they're saying. Yeah. But I, I swear, I mean, Emily... She needs to stop reading it. Yes, she says Emily, it doesn't affect reading. her, but I know it does. Oh, it has to. Yeah. Nobody can handle that, like, much of just no. people tearing you apart. No. And it's honestly, it's addicting. Like, when I totally. first found Get Off My Internet, like, the more I read it, the more I wanted to. And it was For like, sure. I'm like, I'm going to spiral. Like, this is so bad. Totally. I had to stop. Anyway. Well, yeah, because you don't want your mind to wander. You're like, I, I just have to know. I have yeah. to know. And like the more you looked at it, like the more you craved, like knowing what they were saying. It's like this weird, sick, twisted. No, for sure. Thing. Um, What's the most wild thing you've ever done? Because you are, I mean, is it not wearing garments? <laughs> <laughs> wild Rachel. Wild. So in high school, I, 
Okay, mind you, I had graduated at this point. So okay. I was an 18-year-old. Okay. But it was like two days after graduation and I snuck out of my house and this guy that I was like obsessed with picked me up and we went and snuck in his basement. <laughs> and we were like getting a little naughty. Frisky. Frisky. Okay. I mean, I will say I was a virgin when I got married. So okay. I'm just going to say that. But we were getting we were a little derfing. frisky. We, we were derfing. don't know what derfing is. I talked about derfing last episode. Was like, everyone was like, what the hell yeah. is derfing? If you're Mormon, you know you what know, derfing is. It's dry is. humping and it's yes. great. It's it's great. I mean, you know what? We, we do what we we We, we skirt do around we the rules, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Derfing's great. So anyway... And I think I was like in, I mean, it's summer. I was probably in these teeny little shorts or like a dress. And we thought we heard like his mom or something coming down. And I'm in like, literally, I'm in like high heels, a bra and like teeny little shorts. Okay. And it's like 3 a.m. And we think we hear someone and I run into his bathroom, crouch down and hide in his bathroom cabinet. For like 20 minutes. In the cabinet. Yes. in Under his sink. I was like folded up with my high heels on <gasps> under this cabinet. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We're going to get caught. We're going to get caught. It, I think it ended up being his little sister who was also probably sneaking her boyfriend in. Okay. Um, so so it was dirt. fine. We didn't get caught. However, Shannon has a sixth sense. The next day she was like, you look guilty. I was like, what? Like, how did she know? What? How She's did a tracker she know? On you. She like knew. Oh my! She knew something was up. She has the sixth sense. Anyway, yeah, that was like kind of crazy. That's I'm like, the most wild thing you've done. I mean, no alcohol, no drugs. Because no. Emily shared that she did edibles. So okay, well, I did take half of that edible. Okay. But did you did you like it? Did you no, enjoy it? No. no, I felt nothing. I was like, this is so that's dumb. how I felt, too. I didn't. And honestly, I have anxiety and I heard that if you do those, your anxiety gets worse. I don't think I took enough to feel anything, yeah. but I'm just like, I don't Not a thing. I don't you. know. It, I'm like not tempted to do it. Yeah. Have you had coffee? No, I actually have not had coffee. Really? Mm-mm. But I Diet will Coke's say thing. someone did spike my Diet Coke once. No way. Mm-hmm. When? I didn't know. Where? When? I can't say because this would out this person and they would get in a lot okay. of trouble. Okay, fine. But someone did spike my Diet Coke and I... How old were you? Got a little tipsy. Was this recent? <laughs> was this like yesterday? No. No, this was not yesterday. Okay. I'll say that. It was not okay. yesterday. It was not with... It was... No, it wasn't okay. yesterday. Um, It was... Yes. Anyway, I I didn't know it. Once I took a sip, I was like, this doesn't, this tastes tastes off. Yeah. And anyway, I was just, and my husband was just like, something's in that, Rachel. Yeah. And then I kind of got a little loopy and Drew had to take me away because people, (laughs) certain people couldn't know. Gotcha. I was a little tipsy. Gotcha. And yeah, I mean, we went down and did it. It was fun. (laughs) went down and did it okay we he's like that. he's like that was fun. but that was but you wouldn't want to do it again no I like honestly I don't get and okay my uncle I don't know if I should say this not my uncle someone in my family somebody we don't know who dealt like alcoholism runs yeah. so I just feel like I've never been like it's I, scary yeah because you don't know if you're going to be addicted yes. to it. Yes, and I have so many friends that socially drink, and it's awesome, and we'll go on trips, yeah. and, you know, they do their shots, I get my Diet Coke, whatever. It's yeah. great. 
Um, but I, in fact, that same person that spiked my Diet Coke, we were on another trip and they spiked my Diet Coke again. And I was just like, you're like, I'm like, no, no I don't like do it. it's it, like it. I don't know. I just like wasn't into it. But I will say I never tried a sip of alcohol until after I was 30 years old. And I feel like it doesn't count because, like, I didn't willingly do it. Yeah, you didn't know. But, I mean, I did. Once I tasted it, I was like, something's in this thing. Yeah. I still don't know what. But the sex was good after. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, alcohol sex is I just good. was, like, my husband said I was really chatty. Yeah. Like, and just very, like. Loose. I mean, I feel like I'm really fun to you have sex with, fun. like, sober. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you're fun to have sex with. No, but. I'm fun. <laughs> So I just, I think I was like, like, I was way more talkative. Okay. If that makes sense. More vocal. Yes. And you were writing a sexy book. Are you still writing a sexy book? Yes. Okay. But, so I am. I have my idea. Okay. I've talked to literary agents. I've talked to a ghostwriter. But I'm like, okay, a time and a season. Like, I got to get through this IVF. I yeah. I just brought on a partner for my clothing business. So we're switching all of the operations and production from Salt Lake to New York. Oh, okay. So, and getting that deal closed took months and, like, trying to get everything figured out. Oh, I bet. So it was a huge undertaking. So I'm like, okay, I need to, like, get that finished. Yeah. I need to, like, get pregnant and then I'll continue. But, like, it's it's going. I've had meetings. The idea is there. And honestly, I think in my 40s, that will be like my romance novel era I where I will thrilled. like be a full on romance author. New York bestseller. Because I've always created these crazy scenarios in my head. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd be such a good book or such a good movie. Yeah. So I have tons of ideas. And this one idea I'm so excited about. Um, It's like a, it's a hockey romance. OK. And anyway, it's. Have you ever exciting. dated a hockey player? No. Okay. And I think that's why I'm like excited because it's like I just get to make everything up in my head. I've yeah. never dated a hockey player. I love that. Yeah. I'm excited. I see that for you. You're yeah. the next. Is it Colleen Hoover? 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 What's her yeah, name? Yeah. Colleen Hoover. I, Colleen yeah, Hoover. But I like, love her. But there's other romance novels. Authors. Yeah. Who like do you, better. What's your favorite author? I love Tessa Bailey. Hers are like really funny. Okay. She's like a good, like, if you like want like a lighthearted rom-com. Okay. Tessa Bailey's good. Um, it's not, Megan Quinn is good. She has some good ones. Um, Lucy Score. Okay. Lucy oh my Score. gosh. What's it called? It's with, um, Xavier Saint and Waverly Sinner. What is it called? I couldn't tell you. Okay. The author is Lucy Score. Okay. She's like a star. I don't know. I just just Google. I have no service at your house, oh, so yeah. I can't look I, it up. I can give you my Wi-Fi if you want it. Um, it's, in fact, so you know um, Claudia. Oh, Claudia Oshry. Yes. Love her. The toast. I told her to read that book, and she's now like, she's like, it's her top favorite Lucy, book ever. what's the last name? Lucy Score. Score. Oh, Megan Brady is also really good. Things We Left Behind? No. Pretend You're Mine? No. It's a girl. A it's a girl like this on the cover, and she's like, she looks like a movie star. What the? Okay. Crossing, so, crossing the line. Crossing the, the line. It's two books. That might be the second one. Just Google Lucy Score crossing. Oh the yes, line. yes, yes, yes. What's the first one? There, there should be a sinner and a saint. Yes. A 
a Center and State novel. But there's two. There's two. It's Crossing the Line and there's another title. They both say Crossing the Line. Okay. Crossing the well, Line, there you Center go. and Saint, and then Crossing the Line without any... Under, oh. Undercover? No. Breaking the Rules. Maybe. She's, I think, she's a F? famous... That's the second one. Yeah, that's Breaking the she's Rules. A, okay, so Crossing the Line's the first one. Okay. She's like a famous movie star, and um, she develops a romantic connection with her bodyguard, Xavier. Ooh, sexy. It's so good. Sexy. It's so everyone needs to go read it. Okay. It's so good. I'm thrilled. Okay, last question for Dumpster Deep Dive before personal trash. What is something you hope that people can get out of you from this talking interview style that they may not get from social media? Something that they don't see on social media. Something that they that you hope people That's a good question know about you. Um I don't know. That's a hard question. Because I feel like TikTok, you do a really good job of showing yourself, but not everyone follows you on TikTok. Yeah. So the Instagrammers who just know Rachel Parcell, clean cut. Oh, go follow me on TikTok. I'm, I'm way more fun on TikTok. Um, but also like just because you swear and you like to wear thongs doesn't mean that you're not still a good Christian girl and that you don't love God. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So you like thongs. Thongs are your underwear. Well, choice nowadays? no, there is. Oh, no. There's only one thong I can wear. Amy has all these weird Calvin Klein thongs. They are the most uncomfortable things ever. Calvin Klein? Yes. I'm like, how do you wear this? I have to wear the hanky panky high rise lace thongs. Okay. Have you tried skims? Skim thongs? Yeah, I don't like them. Really? Because no. that's what. See, I. I'm so weird. I'm a commando girl. If I'm in leggings, commando. Yeah. Even if I'm in jeans, sometimes I go commando. I feel like, like, wouldn't that kind of rub up against That's what people say, but I haven't like noticed. I'm just like, whatever. Because I hate thongs and I don't want an underwear line. You got to try the hanky pinkies. I I don't think skims are that comfortable. Maybe I need to get a bigger size. I don't know. Hanky pinkies. Okay. Because I tried the skim thongs and I just... My butt crack used to be totally used to thongs, and then I had to wear garments. And now, if I put a thong on, I want to kill myself. Well, hanky – so, okay, this is how my thong, hanky-pinky thong obsession came. Okay. I was pregnant, and hanky-pinky sent me this, like, massive bag of thongs in every color of the rainbow you can imagine. I literally think there were a hundred thongs in I've this thing. I've never even thing. heard of hanky-pinky. It was in a stony clover bag, a hundred rolled lace hanky-pinky thongs, and they were selling it. I think it was like two grand because it was like a hundred thongs, okay? Oh my god. Hanky-pinky sells it like Nordstrom. Like they're more okay. like higher end. Okay. And I did... For my 30th birthday, I did a blog post. It's my most viewed blog post ever. It's called like Dirty 30 Secrets. Oh, I remember this. Yes. And I posted the the thong pack. Yeah. And I linked it and I got so much crap. They're like, yeah, Rachel, it's a pandemic <laughs> and we're going to go drop two grand on thongs. You're like, you don't I was need to like, buy a hundred, okay? I was like, oh, I did not realize that that was... <laughs> so expensive but anyway i like still get crap for like linking thongs that were two thousand dollars that's wild but anyway that's where i discovered them and i love they're so comfy well 
But I did buy some from Nordstrom the other day, but they were the low rise and I didn't realize it. I cannot buy them. Oh, so like the higher the It high has rise. to be like, I think it's just the regular rise. Okay. Everyone I'm, I'm very picky Hanky with my pinky. underwear. Pinky I won't pinky. just wear any type I'll try of underwear. It. I'll have to try it because I probably shouldn't be commando in my jeans because that's cock Wear the hanky pinky. I, they don't bug me in jeans. Okay, cool. Well, now it's time for personal trash. Personal Trash is brought to you by Beaches Tanning Salon. I actually went there yesterday, got myself a nice fresh tan by the Versa spray tan machine. It was a glorious experience. Not only is my tan great, but the building itself is so clean and modern and the staff so friendly, so kind. They want to do whatever they can to help you. And they have some of the best products. They carry designer skin products to give you the best tanning results. And they also offer red light therapy, which helps produce collagen. And then they have the cocoon, which is a personal favorite of mine when I'm not pregnant because it heats up to about 190 degrees and it's a personal dry sauna and it can detoxificate you. You can have some weight loss. You can have some skin purification and it's a stress reducer, which everyone needs in their life. So not only do they have the tanning beds, the spray tans, the red light and the cocoon, they also have a massage chair, which yeah, that's a must. So they are giving the trashers a deal. You can get one week of free tanning and 50% off a spray tan. All you have to do is mention Weekly Trash and go get yourself nice and tan. Thank you, Beaches, and thank you, Trashers. Where we take out whatever happened to us this week, the good, the bad. You you had your husband's birthday and your mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. What else? What Give us the juice. What was the week like? My daughter had dance auditions on Tuesday, which is always stressful. It's They're auditioning for the team for next year. Okay. Very intense. Lots of dance moms in the room. Do you get along with the other dance moms? Yeah, but I like keep to myself. I have a few of my like dance mom friends and I don't really interact with the rest of them. I think you'd scare the shit out of me. Of what? No, no I truly, am nice. I feel like because I would be that mom that's like str- a struggle bus. Okay. I'd be like all the other moms. <laughs> no, be that's it, and I'd be me. Like, <laughs> I'm the struggle bus. I, that's me. I'm like literally like I'm always late. I'm like trying to like, I never know what's going on. I have Joanna. She's my babysitter. She, her daughter dances with my daughter. She makes sure that I like know what's going on. Okay. Well, that's nice that she understands the schedule too. Yes. She understands the schedule and she helps me keep my schedule. But no, some of these moms, I'm like, okay, either just be a crazy dance mom. They like act like they're not crazy, but they really are. They're secretly crazy. They're secretly crazy. Yeah. I avoid. Oh, not me. I would never. And I'm like. Your daughter's in like a thousand privates. Give me a break. You're psycho. <laughs> like you're crazy. Just admit it. Yeah. It's fine. like, let's all just admit we're psycho and we yeah. want what's best for our daughters. Totally. Don't try and hide it. Totally. Own it. That's what my sisters and I always say. Own it. Oh, I'm, I want my kid to be the best and whatever they do. Yeah. Which is no, why I'm a having a hard thing. time with like progressing into the dance mom world because I don't want to do it. But I want my daughter to be the best. So Start her now. now. Well, now I'm it's like, going to be too well, late now if you I'm don't. like, maybe I just put her in something else. I'm like, what if we do cheerleading? Che- I feel like cheerleading is a little less intense. Maybe I'm mm, wrong. I, I think don't know. it's intense. Because like Mac cheer in Draper. Yeah. I I, I, I looked up to like take her. And it's like for four-year-olds, they have to audition and yeah. do a freaking. No, I'm telling you. All-star cheer is no joke. Yeah. Like, I think it's just as competitive as Okay, dance. so maybe I did soccer, and so I don't want her to do soccer because I'll be a psychopath. Oh, yeah. Because I'll, like, control it way too Put much. Put her in dance. Oh, my 
dance is great because you know what someone one of my friends once said i put my daughter in dance so she doesn't look like an asshole when she's 20 in a workout class and i was like you know what it's true you can all a dancer can always pick up a workout class they learn how to learn to like love to move their bodies totally and like fitness and totally but like the dance world is kind of toxic or do you feel like it's not like, are you ever nervous that Isla Rose will ever, like, have body dysmorphia or any body issues because of dance? Because that's when I thought I was fat, was when I was seven years old in dance class. And I really? was not fat. I, I mean, I grew up dancing and I didn't. You never felt that? No. Well, that's good. So hopefully Isla Rose has Well, no, a I guess experience. I remember, like, wishing I had a six pack, but that wasn't until, like, high school. Oh, maybe I was chubby and I just, like, didn't know it. But I remember, <laughs> I remember they would, like, they'd measure you for your dance costume. Aww. And the girl in front of me was, like, sticking bones. Sad. And I had more of an athletic build. And they were, like, okay, medium. And I was, like, <gasps> No, I don't think they do that. Like, with my daughters, <gasps> they don't do that. Oh, yeah. They full on measured all of us right in front of each other. I think I was eight. And that's when I – or maybe I was a little bit younger. I was, like, seven. Seven or six. And that was when my mom was telling me I had to choose between dance or soccer. Oh, and then you and were I was like, like soccer, soccer, a thousand percent. Yeah, which ended up being great. All my best friends, I'm still best friends with them from soccer, but that scarred me. Yeah, no, I mean, no dances. Yeah, it's definitely like you're in a bra top and booty shorts. Yeah, and you're literally surrounded by mirrors. Exactly. So I feel like a lot of my confidence came from dance, but. I mean, you're right. You're surrounded by mirrors and next to nothing. Yeah. And actually, I found this quote on I was laughing so hard. It was it, it was a meme. It was like, you think you can break me? I grew up dancing half naked on a stage being compared to my peers. Truly. Like I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're like it was like a dancer yeah. meme. I was like, yeah. that is so true. It, it is brutal. It makes you strong. Makes you strong. Yeah. I mean, like we were at a competition this last weekend and at the conventions, I mean, you literally are being compared to the girl next to you. Yeah. And they give special awards to certain girls. And Isla Rose has had an amazing season. She's gotten yeah. first place multiple times. She's gotten tons of scholarships. But for whatever reason, at this last convention at Nuvo, she didn't get any class scholarships. And she didn't get called out to be, like, one of their, like, VIP dancers. Yeah. And some of her friends did. And it's it's heartbreaking as a mom to, like, Watch them walk out of that convention room so defeated and just yeah. sobbing. And they, like, left it all on the floor, like, trying so hard. And the judge, for whatever reason, didn't notice them, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's so sad. And oh. Isla was like, I just, I didn't do good. And it's like, as a mom, you're like, like give me the award, damn it. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> give me the damn paper. <laughs> no, give her the it. paper. It's like, I am. It's literally, it's just a piece of paper that all the girls want. Oh, that's so And crazy. I'm just like... Isla, it's fine. Like, you're not even supposed to be in the mini room right now. Right. Like, all those girls, like, you're in there with, like, some 10 and 11-year-olds. Yeah, like, you're the So, youngest. it's like you try and give them a pep talk, but it's brutal. Like, it's you have really high highs in dance and really low lows because, you know, you have one weekend where you'll get first place. Yeah. And you're just on a high. And then the next weekend, maybe you have an off day on stage and, you know, you wobble a few, a few of your tricks. And, I mean... The tricks that she's doing in her solo for a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, like, no. crazy. And she has a few thing. wobbles, and then she gets bumped down to 10th. And it is like, 
it's hard to go from one weekend winning first place to the next weekend nothing getting 10th and have a lot of girls beat you yeah so it's hard but it's like honestly I think for me is like I learned I learned way more in my losses with dance than I did with my wins and I just feel like kids need to learn to win and lose totally so for Isla I'm like girlfriend you got first three times this season yeah like that's huge huge it's fine let those uh, like you 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 had wobbles you got 10th let's work on it yeah, like you – and she was kind of like flighty before. Like she wasn't really like focused and in it when we were warming up. And it showed on stage. Like she wasn't solid like she was when she got first. And I'm like, those other girls, like they they were like solid and focused. I was like, if you wobble, like you can't expect – The first place. Yeah, you, you got to just accept it and take it. And I think I think you learn a lot. When, I think in life in general, yeah. like, do you have any kind you of loss? You have to learn how to lose you ha- and you fail. Have to. And then it's like, we'll try again next time. We're not going to give up just because we sure. got 10th this time. For sure. Failure builds character. Yeah. I will say, I feel like dance, and I'm sure with soccer, it teaches you a ton of really good life lessons that you totally. take beyond the dance class. Totally. Yeah. I, I for sure want my kids in some competitive yeah. form of something. Yeah. Because I really think do it builds cheer. character. Okay, maybe I'll do chair. Do chair. But if you see I don't me, think if you see me at a dance competition, like, just like no, I'm like not well. Like, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, where am I? It's oh three in the gosh. morning. I'm like, no. Yeah, the dance is more calls. individual. Cheer is like your team. Yeah. So do cheer. Yeah. I think team sports are yeah. a good thing for my yeah. kids. Yeah. What else happened this week? Um my husband has been giving me shots for IVF I've yes. never said the f word more to him yeah than this week when he are just they, are they different do they feel different than like a normal shot I don't know where, where I, does honestly, it go I don't your get butt? shots Your that stomach? often um in my freaking stomach okay. I so I get two a day a day yes and one kills so bad and he just puts it it takes me an hour he's I'm like a child he's like okay Rachel like, he has to, like, talk me up to it. I'm like, so no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, I have a meeting. I have to go. And I'm like, cancel your meeting. <laughs> like, I freak out. Okay. Takes me an hour to actually let him inject the shot. And then when he does, it hurts. And I just swear. Does it hurt does or does it, it burn? It, everything. It burns. It hurts. I want to punch him in the face. Okay. Ugh. It hurts. How so many more do you bad. have? I'm half, I was halfway today, so I have five more days. Okay. But then I have to take the trigger shot, which apparently goes in my butt, and it's like this really thick honey liquid, and I heard that one hurts like a mother. Okay. I'm scared. Okay, maybe. No, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go to my injector. Get get your laughing gas. I'm going to have her give me the laughing gas, Yes. and I'm going to have her shoot it up in my butt. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Shelby? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she'll I texted her. She was like, "Yeah, we'll take care of you." She'll hook it up. So everyone, go see Ruma. No, she'll hook it up. Real <laughs> Shout good. out to Ruma because I'm like, okay, that is the nicest. Oh, the laughing. I'm gas just gonna go taken. get high on laughing gas and then yeah, let her you know shoot me in the butt. Perfect. It'll be bonding for you guys yeah, too. Exactly. Um, anything else? Um, what else happened this week? Did you do anything special for Drew's birthday? 
Honestly, no, I'm a bad wife. He turned 30, 38. I was like, I was like, okay, honey, what do you want to do? And he was like, I don't want to do anything. He was pouting. Okay. okay, I will say we we got in a little bit of a fight. A little tiff. We we've had some family drama the last few weeks. With his family or your family? Not mine. <laughs> okay. Not mine. Okay. And it made us get into a huge fight, and it did not help that I was on birth control. Like oh, I yeah. realized that I was not in my right yeah. mind. Um. So I feel like he's been pouting for the last few days. And I was like, what do you want to, like, when we were in a big fight, I was yeah. like, what do you want to do for your birthday? He's like, nothing. I'm like, stop pouting. Anyway, but then we're fine now. And we yeah. like, we resolved that fight. And now I'm off birth control and I feel back to my normal self. So everything's great. And I was like, hey, but like, really, what do you want to do for your birthday? Yeah. And he's like, honestly, he's like, nothing. I'm like, do you want to go to Roost Chris? Like, something. Do you want to go to Top Golf? And he like, wouldn't tell me. So... We, he went to lunch with his friends and then he loves to make homemade pizzas. We go to Harmon's and we get the dough and the sauce and the pesto, whatever. So I went to Harmon's and I got all that. And then I got him Maggleby's chocolate cake. That's like his favorite. And I got him some balloons. Cute. And we just, my mom was mad because she was like, what are we doing? I'm like, mom, we're just going to do it with our little family. Like, it's fine. We'll do, we'll go to Roost Chris or we'll do something with the family later. Um, but anyway, so we just made homemade pizzas at our house and then did cake and hot tubs. Well, that's fun. I'm like for his 40th birthday, we'll do something. 38's nothing. Yeah. I'm like 38. It's like, whatever. It's who cares. But like, same with my birthday. I was like, I had a dance competition that day and I was like, honestly, I just want to be in full on dance mom mode. Don't bug me. Take the the boys so I can be in the zone. Yeah. And anyway, but I mean, it was fun, but it was nothing fancy. Nothing crazy. No. Yeah. Well, did he get like a sexual birthday gift at least? Or were you like not in the mood? No, he did. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah. he Yeah. He's gotten it four times in the last like 48 hours. So good. he's good. That's great for you guys. Yeah, I love that. But I think after tonight, we can't do it for like eight days. Wait, what? With my, I, so I have this IVF calendar and it says like last day for intercourse until retrieval. So until they retrieve my eggs, we can't do it. And he has to like build his sperm up because they're going to retrieve my egg and then pair it with his sperm. Okay. So we can't. So get it all in while you can. Yeah. I'm like, we can't do it for like, Uh, and he, he gets, oh, he's such a grumpy king when he doesn't get it every few days. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, see, we just had sex last night for the first time in like two weeks. Because well, okay, you're pregnant. I'm so pregnant. I was like, I, wait. Yeah, no. How is your that's husband not surviving? Normal. That's not normal. But I, we looked at each other and I was like, is that going to be the last time to baby? Because like <laughs> literally no position is really great for no. me. And he's not attracted to a bump. Like it, really? it freaks him out that there's oh, a human like, inside yes. of him. Yes. Some guys are like yeah, that. Like he my can't get a boner if he care. sees it. So I was like. Oh my god! I was like, okay, so. We did like the spooning technique. So like he's behind and I'm just like, just don't touch my pump. Just touch my tits, touch everything well, else. Which we'll, are probably really Yeah, big they're right really now. plump. They're great. So I was like, just stay up here and we'll just pretend that this ginormous bump isn't here. Oh my gosh. And we'll just do that. How'd it go? And it was, it was fine. It was great for him. Um, but it wasn't pleasurable for me. Yeah, I wasn't like, like eh. oh yeah, I'm going to come. No. I get super horny when I'm pregnant. 
see, I've gotten so horny this pregnant too, pregnancy, but I've never been that way before. And so I'm like, what's going on? But I also said, I think it's because my husband's the hottest he's ever been. He's like lost like 50 pounds and he's like, wow, what? Wait, keto. how did he do that? Oh keto. yeah. Keto. He's been people? on keto and he's like been way more present as like a father and a husband. Oh, and I'm just cute. like, I want to jump your bones, <gasps> but I feel so gross. I'm like, I want to be hot. I want to be in my prime. Like, and Ugh. I'm just fat and pregnant. No, you're growing his baby. I know, but I only have three more weeks and then this baby's out of me. So oh. I'm almost done. You're you're on the home stretch. Um, if anybody saw my Instagram though, I had a bird incident. Are you scared of birds? Do you like birds? No, I like birds. Okay. But some people are very scared of birds. So I don't know if you noticed when you came to my door, I still have my Christmas wreath Yeah, up. I saw that. Okay. So this is what happened. So Two days ago, I took my Christmas wreath off, like didn't just like took it off, stuck it in a closet, put it away to like the next day I'm going to the bathroom and I hear chirping. I'm like, where the fuck is this chirping coming from? <laughs> I thought I was going insane. I'm like, is there, am I going crazy? Like chip, 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 chip. Were they in your wreath? I opened my closet door. I literally put my head like up in like where the wreath is, like looking to see if maybe there was a nest. Wait, the in- chirping was coming from inside your house? Inside my house. Oh my god. I'm gosh. looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Nothing. Close the door. Chirping again. I'm like, what is happening? Open the door again. There is a fucking baby bird staring <laughs> right at me on the wreath. And I'm like, no, this is not happening. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know why I thought it was like gonna be like a butterfly and go on my finger. I like tried to like You're like <laughs> Disney princess it. You're like literally. <laughs> I was like, okay, come on, sis. Like, let's get on. Like, come on, I'll take you outside. Did she bite you? She full on like flew to the floor. She cause she couldn't fly yet. Oh, she was a baby. Sad. She's like chirping, hides underneath this little like <gasps> um my junk that I had in my closet. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And so I'm like, I gotta get her, I gotta get her. And then I look closely. There is a huge nest in my wreath with four baby birds. Oh, that had been in my closet. Wait, this happened this, this week. This was yesterday. Oh my gosh. And I was like, um, what do I do? Who do I call? What is happening? I I Instagrammed the story the whole thing. So when you took the wreath down, they were the you didn't notice no the idea. nest or the no babies. idea. No idea. Oh my gosh. And so I I take the wreath back outside, grab the little bird. I'm like terrified. I'm like freaking out, but I'm like, I can't let this little bird just stay in my closet. So I take it. My daughter Bentley is like, what's going on? I'm like, there's birdies. So now she's obsessed with the birdies. We're trying to like get them back in the, in the wreath. And then I set it down and I, I'm like, okay, I close the door. I hear chirping again. No, there is another baby bird in my closet. (laughs) And I was like, how many fucking baby birds are in this house? Like what is going on? So finally I get all the birds safe and I'm, I'm posting this on Instagram while it's happening and people are messaging me being like, don't touch the birds because now the mama won't come back. And there's wait, like, call what? animal control, oh my all this stuff. And I'm like, what am I, I don't know what to do. So I call animal control and I'm like, um, I found birds. They've been in my house for 24 hours. I had no idea. I touched one of them, two of them. And now people are saying the mom was not going to come back. And they're like, that's not true. Don't listen to people. Just put the wreath back up where it was. And hopefully the mommy comes back. I've yet to see the mom. Oh, no. So I just have that wreath up and I'm just hoping. So they're like in there. They're in there. Yeah, because I didn't see them. Yeah, they're like hidden where you hang it. Oh, my gosh. And they are like almost like sewn into my wreath. Like 
I took it off. I was not gentle when I took it off either. I was like, <laughs> throw it. I just threw it in the closet. The like baby birds are like seriously. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, when I got to your front door, like, I saw you. I saw celebrating one Christmas wreath on yeah. the chair. Yeah, like propped up, and yeah. then I saw the Christmas wreath. <laughs> Like and May. I was like, "What? Why is the wreath on the chair?" Yeah, and then that's why. Okay, that is why because I have I'm mothering birds right now. That is so hilarious. So hopefully the mom comes. I like don't know what to do. I'm like, what do birds eat? I don't know. But the guy was like, "Give it a week. They'll survive without food for a week." I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Okay, if you say so. But Aww. the other my other personal trash is: Did you do you watch Bridgerton? I watched the first season. I couldn't get into the second season. Oh, the second season sucked ass. Queen Charlotte. Is it good? It's a prequel yes, to it. I, I've seen the trailer. Rachel, I'm I still not okay. I didn't want to watch it because I just, I didn't love the second season. No, this is nothing like the second season. This is going to bring you to your knees. It is. Is it sad? It's not sad. It's almost, I would compare it to like the notebook. Okay. A little bit where like with Alzheimer's because King George is like mentally ill. He has schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I still am not okay. And my whole for you page on TikTok is just is is, is Queen Charlotte stuff. And I'm I'm not well. Like the ending wrecked me, <gasps> but in like a good way. Like I so can't describe it. So is it flashbacks like present yeah, and so then present, when they were younger? It's mostly when they're younger and then okay. I'll do flashbacks to current time. Because she's trying to get one of her 13 kids to have a baby. So oh, wow. She has 13 kids? Yeah. I guess they had 15. Imagine? Could you imagine having and that And back many kids? then. Back then it was like childbirth yeah, was death. No no medication. Childbirth was truly like you yeah, could die. Yeah, you'd probably die. Like the fact that she I survived. The fact that she survived. And in one of her births, the, the baby was breach. head first. No, not breech. Head first where like when they come out and their face is coming out instead of their head. Oh. <gasps> And oh, I guess it's like super dangerous the for the mom die? and baby. No, they both lived at least wow. in the in the show. In, I don't in know in real life. I don't know anything about history. So if anybody knows anything yes, about history, is this historically correct? I'm like, I don't know what's real and what's not. I didn't even know that King George like actually had a mental illness. So the whole time, I I'm, think they all did because they were all like inbred. No way. That's why they okay. all had a lot of like mental issues. They didn't like figure out. That you shouldn't it, do that. It took them a while because they were like, no, you got royalty with ro-. they would like the royal blood they would with royal blood in, inbreed. And so they were all like kind of messed up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, Rachel, you have to watch it. Okay. You have to watch I'm going to watch One it. One second, you're horny, then you're laughing, then you're crying, then you're horny, then you're crying, then you're horny, then you're See, laughing. See, my thing, I'm like, I don't ever watch TV. I love to just listen to my books. Okay, well, yeah, your books are sexy, so they're fun to listen to. So maybe I should listen to books. I just, on and even like the stories, they're so much better than any story on TV. I will tell you right now, Queen it's- Charlotte is the greatest thing I've ever seen on television. I like truly don't know how they're going to keep the Bridgerton stuff going after this prequel because really? it was so good. The well, casting, how did they everything. do so well with the first season and then fail so miserably with the so second? So miserably. Like what happened? First of all, I think it's because the the sexiness of the first season was so strong and you could feel the passion and it was like the build up. The second one, it was like I was waiting. What? It was so weird. And 
there didn't seem to be a real physical connection between, between the, the two. two stars. I was like, no. what's going on? And this third one is the other brother. What's his name? He's like the ugly one. Oh, yeah. That's with, with Featherstone. Yes. Fe- Featherington. Fe- Featherington. Featherington. His name is, Co- he'll be Colin. Colin Bridgerton. I'm like, how is this going to be good? No. You, no. I'm not into it. Like, he's, I'm sorry, he's not cute. No. I'm not in it. So, no. they really should not have done that. They should have just done the season three and then the prequel. Because now, after watching the prequel, I I can't watch any more Bridgerton. I just will watch Queen Charlotte over and over. Okay, I'm, I'll watch it. Would my husband like it? Caleb didn't watch it with me because he was like, this is weird. Like, I can't. <laughs> um, I don't know. Does does he like? I mean, he old, didn't. He, the 1700s? No, no. Anytime I watch like a period movie, he's like, this is stupid. Well, he loves. Um, It's kind of a period movie. What's it called? Hamilton? No. Oh my gosh! All, all the guys are obsessed with it. Western Montana. Oh, Yellowstone. Yes. Okay. He likes the prequels to okay. Yellowstone, but that's like so different. I feel like that's country. Yeah, I mean, like, like I feel like that's like the most he'll go. Yeah, my husband likes that stuff too. Yeah. Did you like Yellowstone? No, I never got into it. Really? He would watch Yellowstone. And I would just listen to my book. Okay. That surprises me. I mean, it actually doesn't surprise me that you My don't like dad's like obsessed with it though. I mean, probably if I like sat down and paid attention to it, I would like it. It's it was it's I really just good. like never let myself get into it. Well, it's over now. This is the last season. <gasps> sad. Yeah. Oh, my husband's going to be so sad. I know. But they're coming out with like a new show and um Matthew McConaughey's going to be in it. So oh, he'll be so good. Totally here for I that. I love him. Totally here for that. Oh my gosh. Um Mother's Day is on Sunday. Are you doing anything on Mother's Day? I think we might be going to St. George. Okay. I'm not for sure, but I think we are. Okay. Do you, what do you expect from your children and husband on Mother's Day? Usually I'm like, let me take a nap. For sure. For sure. I'm like, I'm not like a, I tell my husband, like, don't, don't don't need to get me anything. Like, I'm trying to think. Mother's Day is like low key for us. Is it? Like Drew will like let me take he'll take the kids so I can take a nap. That's honestly that's what I want. I'm I like I want to be left wants. alone. I want to take a nap and then we'll go to, to Sunday dinner either my house, my parents' house or his parents' house. Yeah. I am in a dilemma because my Mother's Day, my mom gets in from a flight at nine in the morning and wants me to pick her up. But it's also my Mother's Day. And I want to sleep in. Send your husband to pick her up. That's what I told her. I'm like, Caleb will come get you. She's like, no, that's, I don't want him to, I feel Too bad. bad. I'm no. like, um, no, this is my time where I get to milk yes, it and, and you're sleep like in. so pregnant. But sleep I'm like, in. I know you're my mom and I want to help you in this situation. No. But. Be selfish. That's, that's what I said. I kind of Make like your a husband go. I was like, yeah, Caleb can come get you. It's your mother's day. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pop culture trash. Pop Culture Trash is brought to you by Caxi. We love our lady ballers. Lexi Couliard, who was on the show, she is a lady baller and she started Caxi. It's the most stylish hair accessories, but yet functional. And they keep your hair healthy. And they actually just launched on Free People, which is insane. And they're in hundreds of boutiques and salons across the country. If you want the number one product right now, which is their Hold Everything Claw, truly holds everything. You have to check it out. It's going viral on TikTok. It's amazing. You have to try 
And you can use code TRASH20 for 20% off. And that's on everything. The Hold Everything Claw, the prom tickets. You heard that right, prom tickets. Caxi is doing a prom on June 3rd at the Utah State Capitol. So sad that I'm going to be in the hospital in a diaper after giving birth and can't attend. But if you can, you have got to go. And please take so many pictures and send them to me. Caxi is a gang of lady ballers and I'm obsessed with all of their products and I know you guys are too and if you aren't yet you will be so again go to caxi.com and use trash 20 for 20% off love ya okay. which I'm so happy wait you're here I have before we start pop culture I have one question yes ask me is this the neighborhood where the house yes. fell off the cliff two houses but there's so much drama with it because the houses nobody lived in them yeah, they were, like, condemned. Yeah, and so people who don't know that are like, oh, my gosh, like, the families got out right in time. And I'm like, no, nobody's like, lived there since they October. They lived there for months. Like, it's, yeah. And I know that they, Edge Homes, like, the builder was already planning on demolishing the homes. And then because of the spring and the well, weather, are they, they going to give them their money back? So one of them, they had already bought the house back. So the White House, the two-story one, they had already bought that back. So it's like they, for whatever price they paid, they paid them back. Yes. And then the Rambler, they were in the process, but I, it didn't like go through or they were in like a little legal battle with one another. But But don't you think Ed should have to pay them damages too? I think they are now. What a freaking PR nightmare for Edge. Right? Like PR nightmare. Well, and it doesn't help nowadays with tiktok like those videos went by oh i know of it like literally just just and then falling so like i don't know how the next day do we think edge will survive this oh yes you do my husband works for edge they're gonna they'll be fine wait he doesn't so he's an independent contractor so he sells edge homes but he's not technically an employee of edge because he's a 1099 but They'll be fine. Really? I just don't think any... I would never buy an Edge home after that. They'll be fine. Really? They have a lot of... They'll be fine. Okay, so they have a lot of money. Yeah. They better freaking pay those they people are. and then some... I feel like they should oh, be yeah. paid damages. I think they are. All I know is the next day, there were so many people parking their cars because they blocked off the road so you couldn't go down that neighborhood unless you lived there Mm -hmm. but so many cars were parked to walk to go see like there were probably 50 to 100 oh my gosh it's like a spectacle no truly everyone was like i want to see the fall well when i when i drove into this neighborhood i was like oh my gosh is this the neighborhood megan almost bought in this neighborhood my sister yeah yeah i remember that my husband was help was helping her look at one of the edge homes. oh really yeah and she didn't, but her house would have, wouldn't have been by it either. So is it true that one of the other ones, they might... Yeah, they took those people out just to make sure, but... Could you imagine? I cannot imagine. So your house is good, though. Our house is fine. Like, there's no way. We're in a great spot. It. I think, it, to be honest, I don't know a lot about anything. All I know is that they're getting taken care of, but I guess they built it on, like, sand, or they put sand or something, just... There was a lot of people that fucked up in this situation Oof. because Edge can't even build a house without like permits right. and you get the permits from the city. So the city fucked up too. So like there's. Yeah. It's more than just Edge. Yeah. But there's a lot of people. I feel like they're taking so much heat on social media. I know. I feel like it's kind of died down. Oh, that's good. But it was, it was a nightmare for them for sure. My oh husband my was just kind of like sitting back like 
Okay, pop culture. Pop culture trash. I'm excited that you're the one sitting here because we're talking about Taylor Swift and Matt Healy. Eh, what no. are what are your thoughts? It's no. Well, so for I don't think it's gonna last and it's it doesn't excite me. I'm like, really, Taylor? Well you could do better than him. So for those who don't know, it was rumored that they were together. Then he shows up at her concert. Then he performs at the concert. Wait, I'm sorry. What? You didn't know that? No. It, in Nashville? Yes. He was the guitarist I saw him for in the Phoebe tent. Bridgers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How did I not know that? I don't know how I know that. Because I that. saw him in the tent and, okay, he was looking at her. He was like, like I was like, her. okay, that's yeah, dope. That like, was really yeah. cute. Um, And then they were spotted after the concert together in a car going to somewhere her condo or something i mean good for him but i didn't know because her and what's his face what's her ex's name um i'm blanking oh my gosh but he they're saying that they broke up in december yeah i heard that and i didn't know that in january she made a surprise performance at his concert and sang anti-hero for the first time ever Oh, yes. But I didn't realize that was at his concert. Yeah, it was his concert. So the timeline makes sense. Yeah. Because they broke up in December. She probably, like, hung out with him in January. February got a little bit closer. March got really close. April decided, okay, I like you. May, do we go public? Maybe. Maybe not. But they're, like, basically kind of hinting that it's legit. Yeah. So. But he's an interesting person. I don't person. I just... Uh, I... I don't, I think it's just one of her flings. Oh, for sure. Somebody who said, uh, this is the most relatable thing Taylor Swift has ever done is going from a stable long-term relationship to like dating a total like freak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a bad guy, bad yes. decision. Yeah. Just like a one night, couple yeah. nights hang Why out. Why am I blanking on her boyfriend, on her ex I know, I am name. too. Where's my phone? I feel like. Taylor Swift's ex. I feel like I'm not a true Swift. Yeah, right I'm now. actually really shocked that you didn't know. I, Taylor Swift. Don't ex. no, don't tell me. I know, like I. Do you want me to give you first letter? I've talked about yes. Okay, first letter. Okay, it's giving me the weirdest. Okay, charge with the J. Rachel. I'm. I'm not a Swiftie. Oh my god. The gosh. amount of times I've talked about this guy and their relationship. Okay, I'll give you the next letter. J O. <laughs> oh? That is not what yes. I, this is the first. This is this is the no, this is the last guy. This is the guy that the England boy, London boy. J O. It's because I'm like trying to think that I can't. J O E. That's his name. Joe. <laughs> Joe Allen. Oh my. J O E. There we go. We got it. Oh, we got it. How did I not? I'm like Joe shocked. Allen. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's okay. I didn't know either, but I'm not I'm a so, I'm so disappointed in myself. I'm a That was like when too. you said you blinked, my mind like blinked it, with you. Yeah. It was synced. We both forgot. It's you can blame I, me. It's I, okay. It's your fault. It's I me. did think it was really cute how he was like longingly looking at her. I, I didn't like I I do feel like Taylor was 
never to be seen, I think Joe had a lot to do with that. You think? Yes. I don't think he wanted to let her shine. And once she started like getting back out, I think it like bugged him. Why though? I think he wanted her in her like folklore era. And she's ready to like shine, like yeah. be jeweled. She's ready to shine again. But did she missed sparkling? I thought. See, did, and you heard, you probably heard the rumors about them secretly being married. I did hear the rumors, and I totally believed it too because her song about a miscarriage. I was like, they totally got like pregnant together. Like she for sure wanted. But she could get pregnant with without being married. Without being married, for sure. But you usually do that. If you're with a long-term boyfriend and you get pregnant, it's because you see a future with them. Like, yeah. you want to be with them forever. But if they got married, people would be able to find like their marriage license. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't real. But I was I wouldn't have been surprised if maybe possibly they got married in London and so it wasn't valid in the US yet yeah. because it wasn't like a real wedding. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, she's on to the next on to the next. On to the next. And you don't see this as the main guy. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick for her? I feel like what she's doing now is reminding me of like when she was in her like 1989 era. Totally. And I think she'll like do this whole thing again. And then honestly, like, well, I mean, I don't know if she'll do this. If I were her. I would just find like a super rich business guy who's not like in the spotlight. She can shine and be amazing. And he's just like. Well, I can't picture her with an actor. I can't picture her with another singer. I can't picture her with an athlete. Barf. Like, no. no. She needs to just find like a guy that's like kind of like um, Sophia Richie with her husband. That's like that's what I think. I think she'll date some bad boy Hollywood guys. And then I think eventually she'll end up in this Sophia Richie situation. I agree. Just like a stable, nice, rich guy who's like not in the spotlight. Agreed. Um, Another person that I know we both love is Morgan Wallen. He's such a king. Have you heard all the drama though going on? I so people will create conspiracies out of literally anything. Totally. Well, totally. I posted his not his apology, his explanation of why. Everything's going on. Right. Is this the one where he was like talking about his doctor and he has yes, to be vocal, vocal rest for six weeks because he he can't do it. He can't talk, but he's able to talk. So to the video. do you believe it? Well, so I asked my my trashers, my audience, I was like, do we believe this? And I did a poll and it was, yes, I love him. It's not sure. No, he's a liar. And it was like majority of people believed him, but there was still a percentage that didn't. And I was getting DMs like how dare you not like Morgan? And like people were straight up unfollowing me. Oh, cause they, cause they, they were like, defending their yeah. king. And I was like, I'm not saying my side. I'm just asking if people believe this. Yeah. Because the rumors are for those who don't know, he was supposed to perform at his concert. And he was drunk. The openers came out. People waited an hour for him. He decides he's not showing up because his voice, but it's like, if it's your voice, you already knew you had no voice earlier. Why wouldn't you say something earlier? Yeah. Then one of the security guards, this viral video goes around where he says, no, he was so belligerent and drunk that he had to get taken out on an ambulance. And that's why. And everyone who knows Morgan Wallen knows he's he's troubled with the alcohol. He's got some issues. He's very vocal about it. Um, So when he posted this, at first, I was like, oh, my gosh. 
I don't know, six weeks rehab or six weeks vocal rest. Oh, that's a like, good point. What could it be? But I'm just thinking about how much money he's losing from these tour dates. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I do not think he would cancel all those shows. It's too many. If it wasn't because the first because he canceled a couple of shows after and I'm like, OK, yeah, you got to make it look legit. Like right. your publicist is like, OK, people think you're drunk, so we need to like cancel a few more. But to do a whole other six weeks like that's a little much. Yeah. So I think it's I think he's telling the truth. And I also think he's telling the truth because I listened to the toast yesterday and Claudia said from good sources that she knows that it's true. And I will trust Claudia with my whole heart. We, we trust Claudia. Claudia is a queen. So if she says it's true, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I. People are psycho. I pe- After he canceled it, people were like getting his merch and like burning it. Oh, like right there. I'm like, hey, you guys are psycho. I do think he should have come out and said something and like personally said something. I think that would have like. All the speculation of him being drunk, I don't think it would have, like, gotten that far if he would have just come out. Totally. That was kind of a dick move on his part. Well, did you see how people were comparing him to Luke Bryan? Or not Luke Bryan. Is it Luke Bryan? Carly. Which which artist sings Fast Car? The the Oh, Luke Combs. Luke Holmes. I'm yeah, like, it's not he, Luke Bryan. Yeah, he came out and was, like, so apologetic. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. I'm like, that is what he should yeah. have done. He should have. Because everyone knows Morgan's a bad boy. And so he's stupid. If if he wasn't drunk, if he really, if this really is his voice, his publicist, whoever's in charge of him, was stupid to think that him not coming out and addressing the audience was a good idea. Yeah. But also, I feel like sometimes those guys get a little diva-ish. Like, no, I'm not going out there. No, Morgan is diva-ish. I went to iHeartRadio just to see Morgan. Because I was supposed to see him here when he came to Utah. Yeah. But I ended up being in New York and I got the dates mixed up. And so I was pissed. I told my husband, like, we have to see him. And the only other concert was iHeartRadio. And it was the biggest shit show. It was like a four and a half hour long concert because it had like all these other artists. And he was last. But everybody wanted to be there for him. When he came out, you could tell he was so pissed that he was like the last one and that he had to wait so long to come out. And it was so uncomfortable to watch. What? Like, like what? Like, it's hard to describe, but he just wasn't in it. Like, you could tell he was not in it. And uh. what made it worse is, so it was him and then Diplo was, like, the final act. And everyone knew that Diplo and him have the song Heartless together. So everyone was, like, waiting for this, like, mashup where they were going to perform together. And they didn't? And they did, but they made dip. They made morgan wait till diplo's set was completely finished to then bring morgan out to do heartless and when he came out for heartless you could tell he was pissed that he had to wait the whole set and at the end you know how usually like they clap and like they'll like high five each other and everyone's going he literally finished his last note walking off the stage (gasps) oh my gosh yeah so i get diva vibes from him for sure yeah for sure Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was something like that. Where I feel like some artists who, like, really care about their fans. Luke. They would have come out and been like, listen. Yeah. Or, like, Taylor. Oh. Oh, no. Taylor just waits it out and then performs in the rain for three hours. But did you see the videos of people waiting and how they were, like, traumatized? My friend was there. Was she traumatized? No. She said it was actually really cool. She was like, we were all, everyone was just, like, singing the whole time. 
Oh, so yeah. Wait, why one, were they, what were they traumatized This one about? girl video said that she was, everybody was so tightly close together. Oh, like shoulder was she like to shoulder. getting like claustrophobic? They couldn't move. They <gasps> sat there for three hours. Paramedics were trying to get through because people were dropping like flies. Oh my because, gosh, like passing out? Yes, like Travis Scott festival type stuff. And she said she was having an anxiety attack because she thought, oh my gosh, like I'm going to die here. Oh my gosh. Because nobody was letting them leave the building or do anything. So that when they went back out and Taylor came out and performed and then they thought lightning was coming again, the girl was like, I can't, I can't do that again. So she left the concert. Oh my gosh. That's so sad. And she posted some videos on TikTok. I'll send them to you. And I yeah, was like, send them to me. oh, that looks actually really horrible. Yeah. I mean, my friend, well, but your friend was, was fine. Was she like bougie and like a sweet? No. Huh. They just had normal tickets. Cause this girl was floor. She was in the floor. Okay. And they she had, wasn't in the floor. Okay. But I did ask her. I was like, how are they fitting everyone? Like, like in the concessions. She's like, I mean, we're all squished. Interesting. But she said it was life changing and the best night of her life. Oh, I can't even imagine watching her perform in the rain, especially like fearless. Like. I know. I, can't. I know. I can't. Amazing. But I mean, yeah, if you're claustrophobic, I could see how that would be like. It'd Whoa. be a little bit. I don't understand why they wouldn't let her leave. They like truly couldn't like nobody could maneuver is what she was saying. Oh, that that is. Yeah, that's like everyone was just so like paramedics were like shoving people trying to make room to grab people because there was no room. Oh, yeah. that's And it was like stressing me out just thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand how they could fit that many people. Yeah. It's a shit. That's a lot of people. Um, last thing on pop culture trash is the drama with Mindy Kaling's weight loss journey. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah. She like did an article with people magazine saying how she, she everyone thinks she takes like Ozempic, Ozempic, right? Yes. Which she's never confirmed it, but everyone is on it. seems like, and well, she has to be on it because if she wasn't, she would deny it. Totally. Right. Totally. She hasn't. She just straight up said that, you know, she she works out. She does 20 miles a week of either hiking and running and that she's really dedicated her life to her health and her fitness and just like promotes that her entire weight loss journey is because of health and fitness and that she doesn't restrict her diet because that doesn't work for her. She just does portion control. It's like, well, yeah, Ozempic helps you with portion control. So, like, yeah, like it doesn't make you hungry. But people are losing their mind over the fact that she like didn't truly address it because she even says she's like, I know people are really interested in my body changing and they think that it's some crazy thing. But the truth is that I spend so much time and energy trying to be healthy. People are not thrilled. I mean, this is what I think. If someone is like borderline obese like that is so not healthy totally that i think it's better to be on a drug oh, like yeah. that like the benefits of because i know there's some side effects to that oh zempic yeah the benefits of being on it and losing the weight so you're not like borderline obese i think what well, i think the reason why people are pissed is because she doesn't own it yeah no I for sure because I mean women look at that and they're like okay I just need to do portion control I yeah. need to go hiking I need to hike for 20 miles it's like week. well no probably just help. say like obviously yes like I think this is probably why she doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want that to take away from all her hard work totally. and she's probably like I have still worked my butt off to get here 
I work out every day now because I'm sure it's motivated her now that she's lost the weight. So she probably does work out really hard. She yep. probably is eating way healthier than she used to. So she probably, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking she doesn't want the Ozempic to diminish all her hard work. No, I agree. But, which I, I feel like people would totally let that overshadow. Yeah. But it's like they go hand it like it's just she should just say it. It's hard too when you're a public figure, you're in the spotlight and people take what you say as Bible. Like, oh, this is this is what worked for her, so it must work. Like yeah. it's great. And so you kind of just have to own it if you're if that's not yeah. the truth. It's like when but Jennifer I Lopez said say, she didn't get Botox. It's oh, like Oh jeez. Like, come on. Come on. I mean, for me, like when I first started getting Botox and lip injections, people would ask me and I was I was scared to tell people. Yeah. For a while. And now I've like, owned, like I say yeah. what I get. But like Emily, like she had twins. She had like a massive hernia. Right. Like she had to get a tummy tuck for her health. Like it, it was like dangerous. The ab separation. For it sure. was like literally her organs were like coming out. Like it was really bad. She had to get sewn back up. But people are so rude about it. And no, they're like, totally. you're just skinny because you have money to get a tummy tuck. It's like. No, just because they sew your abs back up doesn't mean you're going to be skinny, skinny and that doesn't like take away from all but the people were so mean to her. And I think that's why public figures get nervous to yes. share anything they've had done because there's so much like backlash on it. So it does make it hard to just own it. But I'm like, if you do it, like you should just. Yeah, I it. totally see both sides. I see why she'd want to not talk about it because of the backlash. And but she's going to get backlash exactly. either way because people... People are like, you're not telling the truth. Yeah. Tell the truth. Yeah. I just want everyone to know right now, when this baby comes out and I get really skinny and snatched, I am on those epic. So... <laughs> um, well, I'm like, why probably not? Probably actually semi, semi-glutide. Semi-glutide. I heard that one's Wait, better. Wait, what's that? It's like the same thing, but different. I'm not oh. sure how. It's... Because Ozempic... Well, it like regulates your blood sugars, right? Yeah. But actually, I don't know if I want to do it because I've heard you lose so much muscle and it's not really Ooh. fat. It's muscle that you're losing. And I don't like that. Like, I I like to be strong. Yeah. And I love working out. Like, yeah. that's my thing. And I haven't been able to do that this pregnancy because I had so many hemorrhages that I had, oh I've had to be on oh, pelvic rest. Oh, okay. So I've just gotten so fat and ugly. And I'm oh like, my gosh. I no, cannot, you look so good. I cannot wait to like sweat. Like, yeah. My heart beating, sweating, like adrenaline, like working out. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. And if I wasn't able to do that because I'd be so weak from Ozempic, I'd be really pissed. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, you I, still I don't need know. Energy. I don't know. I'm like, I want to be toned. Like I, same. I like count my grams of protein because I want muscle. Same. So I definitely would not want to take something that's going to take my muscle yes. away. I need to be able to eat my 130 grams of protein. Like I want to be fit. Yeah. But I also would love to lose all the baby fat too. So yeah. I mean, I do think it's a miracle drug for people who are obese. Yeah. And like it can change their lives and their health journey. Have you heard that drug addicts are trying it to see if it helps them with their drug addiction? Oh, I haven't. Because it, there's something that it does to your brain that helps with the tick of wanting to eat. Wow. And they think it might be linked to the same thing as wanting like to like get wanting. a hit for drugs. Wow. I mean, that's, I have read articles where some doctors call it like a miracle drug. Yeah. Like it helps fight against cancer. It helps people. Helps like, diabetes. That's what it's yeah, made for. Yeah. So, I mean, I think 
for some people it is I mean if I was obese I would take it oh yeah yeah no I might I might I don't know but like if I just randomly get so skinny I will tell you guys if I am taking it but I mean there is a huge difference like Mindy wasn't I mean I don't think she was borderline obese no she was but you know those people on TLC those those shows about the people oh, it's like they like can't my even get it pound like life? it's like so sad but at like that point for them at that point you have to have surgery too like you oh, can't just stop you like, have to have like gastric bypass yeah because or something. well and if you just like stop eating the way you used to you'll like die because you're bo- oh it's like if an addict your body's like used to that many yeah, calories like you'll you will not be okay so it has to be like a very slow okay. progressive thing and then you have so much extra skin that you you would have to have surgery. Yeah. Like the 500-pound life people. Like, See, I because I would watch those. It would give me so much anxiety watching that. TLC makes me feel better about myself. Oh, yeah. No matter what I put yes, on. Yes. I'm no like, I have my shit together. Hoarders? I'm not a hoarder. No. 500-pound life? You're, I'm not you're, 500 You pounds. think your house is messy until you watch hoarders and you're like, Truly. I am a clean queen. TLC will make you feel so much better about who you are. If you're ever just feeling down about yourself, yeah. turn, turn on, on TLC. Turn on TLC. Like yeah. truly everything, like sister Let's wives, feel better like about ourselves. Oh, my marriage is so hard. Turn on sister wives. Yeah, and you're like, my marriage is kick ass. <laughs> like, we're actually doing great. Yeah, we're doing a great job. All right, okay. That's the moral of the story. Watch TLC if you're struggling. Yeah. Last thing we do here at Weekly Trash is Trash Topic Can. Trash Topic Can is sponsored by Dapper. I am so excited about this new sponsor because as a mom, I'm desperate for a good car clean. And they actually came today and worked on my car and it looks spotless. I've been so stressed about it because having a baby, I need to figure out the car seat situation, but my car is absolutely disgusting. And Dapper was a game changer. I got to hang out in the comfort of my own home while they scraped the eight-month-old fruit snacks off my leather seats and the dried milk stains off my doors. And I'm so grateful for it because now it looks brand new. And honestly, I think this would be the best Mother's Day gift. And since I'm sure more moms are listening right now than dads, mama, go spoil yourself. Go get yourself a Mother's Day gift and get the gift of a deep cleaned car from Dapper. Use code TRASH and get $50 off your detail. And thank you for supporting Weekly Trash. You're going to pick a topic out of this trash can. Oh, wow. And we're going to answer it. And I'm taking this one out because this one's already been done. Okay. I need need to refill it. What is this called? Trash Topic Can. Topic can. I came up with it myself. Okay. I need I like to it. I need to trademark it. I like trash topic can. Trash can. Questions you avoid answering and why? Oh. I feel like you didn't avoid any questions. I feel like I'm should we do another one? Yeah, I feel like I'm one. honestly like I'm a very I'm probably yeah. too open. No, that's what I love. <laughs> what is it? Oh my gosh. Funniest sex story. Okay, this one's this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> when I was opening it, I saw sex. I was like, oh boy. I'm pumped that you picked this one. Um, oh my gosh. You've only had sex with Drew, right? He's the only man I've ever had sex with. And is you're the only woman Drew's ever had sex with? We were both virgins. So was your first night fun? No, I no? was so scared. Were you? I was like, they should let us, they should allow us to start doing foreplay like the week before. Yeah. Just to like, you know. Had you seen his penis before you got married? 
No, touched. not not like a. I touched it. Like you had? Did you have an idea of how like the size, like what you were getting yourself into? Well, yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. Kind of. You weren't like completely shocked. Had you seen? No, it? I was kind of. Was shocked. he the first penis you ever saw? Kind of. Really? Yeah. I had touched other. Penises. Okay. I was a whore, so like I <laughs> was fully prepared for my wedding night. That's good. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I wish I was more prepared. Like I touched one, but I had never like like lights on, like looked at it. Yeah. I'll just say my wedding night hurt very, very bad. When did it stop? It hurting? wasn't enjoyable. It hurt like I never I was like terrified to do it again because it hurt that bad. Yeah. Even with lube, like all the things. It, did you oh, have an OB that gave you cringe. like uh, stretchers or whatever? He told me to use my fingers. The dilators. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to finger myself. This might be like a hot take, but I think I tried fingering myself one time. It feels weird in there. Like, I, it's gross. I have never put my fingers. I don't know. It I've never put my fingers out. up there. It I, I can't. I refuse. Because like I weird. started masturbating at a very young age. Oh, yeah. I was like. Really? I was a horny little girl. Oh, my so I think I was because I had sex at 16, but I had started masturbating at like 13, I think. Holy cow. Yeah. With your fingers? No, not with my fingers. Oh. I would like, um, <laughs> I would literally just like hump stuff. Like, wait, that is like a hilarious. pillow. Like, give me a pillow. I'll just like hump it and ah! just have a little orgasm or like a shower head. Like when the shower head oh comes down gosh. or a jet I didn't tub. even know what masturbating was when oh, I was like 17. I, like I said. I was a little whore and I remember I had sex and I was like, okay, well it goes inside of you. So like, maybe I should try like sticking my fingers inside of me to masturbate. And I did it. And I was like, ew, ew, ew. Like I will. It feels weird. It feels, it feels like, I don't even know. Wait, I'm going to go home and ask my husband, like, what does it feel like? It feels kind of like spaghetti and meatballs. Ah! It's like, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a whole new world up there. No, There's like all these different parts that are, it's, I did not a fan. Wow. I will rub my clit all day long. I will not stick my fingers inside of me. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I've never so done So you that. didn't do it, even though your doctor told you to. No. You're like, I'm no, not no, doing no. that. No, no, no. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's okay. weird. I didn't do that. So how long did it take until it stopped hurting? Uh, We were on our honeymoon, and I called my sister, and I was like, this is so painful this is not what I thought it would be it hurts so bad like I'm I was like after we like I was so sore the next day I was like I am sorry I can't let you enter the premises like no no so Emily was like Rachel you need to get a little vibrator to put on your clip and I was like so anyway I don't know somehow we ended up at a Barnes and Noble we were in Hawaii we go to a Barnes and Noble and I go to the book section and I literally bought sex for dummies. I love that. And that's where I learned that women need to be stimulated in two places, their clit and their yes. vagina. I was thinking it was just the batch. No, penetration? Hell no. Yeah. And I'm no. like, oh, this is like I like when you like DF, like you're rubbing your clit. Yes. But I didn't like I I didn't I was just an idiot. I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. So anyway, so then we went to this sex shop in Honolulu and I got like this like little silver bullet. Uh-huh. And then I like Drew was like, Kate, just like relax. Like he like tickled my back first, like gave me a massage. Yeah. And then he like put the silver bullet on my foot. Oh my yeah. gosh. 
mom don't listen to <laughs> this is shannon's favorite and then i was like able to relax yeah and then and then with that stimulation like it didn't right it didn't hurt because your body like opens up yes yeah. so that's like so we finally figured it out and i was like drew did no, your dad your brother no one told you that you needed to stimulate my clip yeah. before and he was like no i'm actually begged i wish my husband would have been like a little more experienced before yeah but he he wasn't and i could like tell like you're you like, know how I can it's tell like that neither one of us don't. And I can tell you also don't watch porn. Like, you know right. how like lots of guys look at porn? Like yeah. he he didn't know enough neither one to of you look at like, porn. What are we doing? Yeah, I was like, you don't know and I don't know. So anyway, we got sex for dummies and we both learned the about book? the clit. No, I should have kept it as you like a kept momentum. It. Yeah. And you could like give it to your kids. Oh, I will be having like well, Isla's eight. We're gonna have to have the talk with her. Yeah. Because I'd rather have her hear it from me oh, a thousand and my percent. husband than, like, at school, like, what? So if she hears him talk, she's like, oh, I already know what that is. Yeah. Like, I don't need to talk no. about it. And last episode with Kylie, we were saying how parents should encourage derfing instead of sex. Because sex, you think sex is great? Derfing's way better because you get that clit stimulation. Yeah. Like, and then you don't need to have no, sex in high yeah. school. No. Just derf. Yeah. Encourage the derf. Yeah. That's what, we, that's what we decided. Yeah. I like that. So what's your funniest? Okay, so I mean, I don't even know if this is that funny, but this is like what comes to mind. So my husband and I were in Lake Powell. I think this is before we had kids. And we took the boat out in like the middle of the lake, just yeah. us two, like the speedboat, like uh -huh. the ski boat. Yeah, yeah. And it's just us two. And we like, and it's like the middle of the day. It's not, oh. it's not nighttime. Okay. And we're on the ground, like having sex. And okay, no, this was like our first year okay. because I think we were like new. I think this was like the first summer we had been married. And anyway, I felt like we had like gotten our groove and yeah. like we're starting to like catch on and like get really good at having sex. Yeah. And so I like, I, I kind of like, I like dirty talk, but he had yeah. never like, he like hadn't ever been vocal in sex yet yeah so we're doing it and i'm like i cannot believe i'm saying this story like <laughs> i'm so drew excited. would make fun of me and i was like stop i was so humiliated oh my gosh we're doing it and i was like i was like give it to me <laughs> and he he just started laughing like he was like what did you just say i thought he would think it was like yeah. hot no he was like mm. i've never been able to live that down and honestly it's not that funny oh my gosh. in Give the it moment it was really funny so uh um, you, are you more vocal now like is can he hand like if you yes. were to say give it to me would he still laugh no 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 he gets it now yeah yeah no like one time i literally like and this is like my friends that say they're like uh i don't know like he like some of my friends like can't have orgasms that's and I'm so like, sad. do you guys not like you need to tell your husband what you like and what you yeah. want. Like you need to like have a conversation about it. Also, they need a cock ring. Have you ever had a cock ring? No. It's every I talk about this cock ring almost every episode. If you don't orgasm. Wait, is that the thing with the with the vibrator? Rachel, you need one. I will send you a link. Um, It is. It goes on the penis. And the. The one I have that's like a life changer is such 
strong vibration on your clit. So you get penetrated while you get clit stimulation, but you don't have to like touch yourself. Like it, it's just already doing it for you. That's why cock rings are the greatest thing on the planet. And every woman I've talked to that hasn't had an orgasm, I have sent them this link. They now orgasm. Well, I told my friends, I'm like, you need to get one, like the vibrator I have. It's not big. But that's like, this is so much better because you don't have to be doing anything. Yeah. I think they feel weird that they're like. Yeah. And this is like, you put it on your husband, you get on top, you make sure that it's on the right spot of your clit and you're getting penetrated. They're hitting your G spot while you're getting clit stimulation. And it is. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. They need. Game changer. Yeah. No, everyone needs it. Yeah. Everyone needs and, a coffee. But they're like, I feel like my husband would think that was weird. I'm like, no, your husband's going to be down for anything. You just need to communicate. Yeah. So anyway, I, when, anyway, Drew and I, I just was like, can you like dirty talk? And yeah. he was like, yeah, great. If you sure. want it, yeah. Anyway. And so now you guys dirty talk. Yeah. I feel like I have to be vocal to orgasm. Like I have to be like. I'm almost there. Like I have to be like saying something to really mentally get to that spot of like yeah, orgasming. For I mean, for me, it's so mental too. Yeah, so like if mental. I'm not mentally in it, I think for all women, it's that way. I and I think a lot of like Mormon girls, like they can't get out of their heads. Yeah, because they like like revert back to like they're doing something wrong. Yep, or it's like this bad thing, and they can't like let themselves just like enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's a problem. My funniest sex story I already shared because I someone else picked this one. So I'm trying to think of another one. My first one, just because you probably you don't listen to Weekly Trash, so I'll let you know about this story. Um, I had 69 with my husband. Okay. And I had showered before, done all the prep, all the things. And you know, like when you shower and like sometimes hair goes in your butt crack, like hair oh, from like, your head, like a long. <laughs> So you can like see where this is going. Yes. Um. And so like we like start you know the process and my husband just goes like literally gags. Is there like a hair a, down yes. his throat? Yes. And it's like a long ass freaking no. hair and it was the most traumatic thing in my life. <gasps> we have never done it since because I'm oh just terrified. Gosh. Um. So that was the story I shared. I'm trying to think if I have another one. Um. It wasn't necessarily funny. It was just like so crazy. I had sex at my friend's wedding. We, it was like, where it was our first year of marriage. She had this wedding at the guy who owns new skin. It was like his property up. If you're going, I mean, Wasatch, it's like up Wasatch where all those like houses are that have a ton of farmland in front. Okay. And she had it outside, but it was like on like three acres and there was this random like trailer, like a trailer that you like hitch onto like your truck. And And I just, and I just, I'm like, let's just like go there and do it. And like, was your husband like My husband's not like that. Like he doesn't like the crazy out of like anyone could see us type of sex. He's like mm, not my thing. Yeah. But I was like let's be wild. Let's be crazy. We're we're married. It's our first year. And so we did it. We had sex at my friend's wedding and it was not great sex. It was just like quick hurry. I just want to say we did it to like, do it. Like like in the back of a trailer. Yeah. yeah. Like I had like splinters in my knees. Like <gasps> it wasn't it wasn't fun. It was more to just say that we did it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of those people that like do all these crazy places. I'm like, you just did it to say you did it. Totally. It's not like it. I don't understand how people like, join the mile high club if they're not in a private airplane. If you are not in a private jet, 
That is disgusting. Like, I don't Those get it. Those bathrooms are so germy. And also so small. Yeah. It, no, it's disgusting. It's like I, I look. And how do you get away no. with it? How do you walk in and then you let in that i just i don't understand why anyone would want to do that in one of those bathrooms to say they did it but it's so gross it is gross in germy it's like the germs you're gonna get ew airplanes alone are just just disgusting disgusting. like so gross those are the times where i'm like no i'm like you know what sometimes a good old bed session the bed is great like the bed is great the couch is honestly sometimes better than the bed i feel like really our bed is so squeaky. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, it drives me nuts. We always say we need, it's the bed frame that is just the squeakiest thing on the planet. And I'm like, this is ruining it for me. Like, I need stability. You're have, your kids one day are going to be scarred when oh they're like, gosh. wait, when they figure out. My sister's been scarred. She's stayed over one time and she was like, no. I swear, if you guys don't stop. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I like the couch because there's no... There's it's no just squeaking. nice, stable. I don't think Drew and I have ever done it on a couch before. Shut up. I don't think we ever have. Our best sex has been on the couch. Really? Yeah. We've never. I just think when we're home, it's like go to the bed. Yeah. Trying to do it in like pal is always interesting because on a houseboat, yeah. the bedrooms like a lot of times are like yeah. under and it's like a cubby and yes. my husband's 6'5". Yeah. So that always gets a little interesting. And then our kids are like in the cubbies right next yeah. to yeah, us. Yeah, because you have like the bedroom and then you Yes. Have, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, Kate, close the cubby. Yeah. Oh, I had the door. fun with those cubbies in high school. I'm like, I swear they can hear my vibrator. Like, like. Do you use it every time? Yeah. Okay, you much. need a cock ring. I'm. I'm going to gift mine, you a cock ring. I think mine is. I just don't put it in. Like, and then I just hold it. No, you need this one is I think insane. that's what we got in Hawaii. Okay. But you probably got like one of like the stupid ones. Like you need like a legit okay, one. Okay, send me, send this me what like you have. This one's like a send- legit, nice, okay. fancy, silicone, okay. beautiful looking nice. cock ring. Okay, send it's it. It's not like the jelly, the little jelly ones. Oh, yeah, you, I have. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's no. the one we no, got. No, 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 no. Okay. That's, that's for pussies. You need a good, okay. good cock ring. Okay. okay I got you. Yeah, got send you. it. Send me the link. Well, Rachel, I am just so grateful that you came. I This is something me. that I manifested. I was like, one day I want <laughs> Rachel Parcel on my podcast. Did not think I would have it in the first year of podcasting. So thank you. I feel yeah. honored. This well, was so fun. Thanks for having me. And Wait, how many seasons have you had? This is my first wow. first year. I my one year mark was last week. Wow. You're my last guest of season 1 and then I have a solo next week and then I'm going to have baby. Wow. And this summer is going to be solos, but it's not going to be as consistent. So it's just going to be like whenever I have a minute and then yeah. I want to have like my husband and my mom and like people who are really close to me. So it's not as like guesty yeah just like chit chat with my family yeah and then i'll start back up in september oh wow and it'll be season two so this has been a crazy year like i literally remember i told you before we started that i made a list of like people that i really wanted one day like manifest and you're on it and now i'm staring at you and i'm like this is so crazy and everyone was so excited when i announced you were coming on like it was almost as if i was having freaking beyonce on my show no truly people were losing their mind losing their mind 
You've been my number one most most requested in my DMs. Every day I get at least two or five, two to five messages. When is Rachel coming on? Oh my gosh. That when is Rachel so coming funny. on? Like, I don't fucking know. She's the worst <laughs> at responding. Okay. I'm so bad. How do you live? I don't, I, I just fly by the seat of my pants. Like I literally have probably 3000. Yeah, text messages I saw that because right you posted it on TikTok and I'm yeah. like, how, how my DMs are insane. You can thank Amy for this. Honestly. Yes. Oh, we love Amy. Amy's the reason I'm here. Because she even texted me today to remind me. <laughs> and she, so she was grateful. like, she was like, if you say this certain story, oh. I will never speak to you again. Amy. I w- she was like, she doesn't delete anything. So anything you say is going on that podcast. Well, Amy in the question box put a question. She was actually really funny. She was. Like, Amy put questions. <laughs> oh, she but she said that you almost sued her one time for damages. I did. I did almost sue her. She lost my firstborn dash. She lost dash. Yes. When? And I couldn't find him for two days. And I said, Amy, if you really lost my dog, I will sue you for emotional damage. How did she lose Dash? When did she, she lose she Dash? She knew he was out and she just left. She was like, I don't want to deal with it. Wait, when was that? We were like out of town and we got back home. And she's like, oh, by the way, Dash has been missing for like two days. <gasps> Amy! I lost it on her. So, yes, I threatened to sue her, and now everyone makes fun of me for it. They're like, oh, what are you going to do, sue her? (laughs) I was serious, though. I was like, I will sue your ass if you lost my dog. Where did you end up finding him? I think he was in the pound. I think he got arrested by the Lone Peak Police. He got arrested. Dash Dash has been arrested twice. Oh, wow. Dash is naughty. The Lone Peak Police will just pick him up and take him to Puppy Is he chipped? Yeah. They don't take him to the pound, though. They literally take him to the Lone Peak police station and put him in puppy jail. And then I have to post his bail to Wait, get him out. That's a real thing. And they give me a ticket. What? I have, I've had two tickets. In fact, I have one ticket I haven't paid. So there could be a warrant out for what? my arrest. This is a thing? Yes. And you want to know what? When the lady cop was putting Dash in my car, she goes, can I ask you a question? And I was like, sure. She's like, why is your dog so fat? Were you like, bitch, why are you so fat? Literally, I was thinking that because I'm like, you're not this. Like, don't fat shame my dog. You're not the skinniest thing. Why are you so ugly? I was like, I didn't even know what no to say to way. her. But I'm like, I can't be rude to a cop. I was like, oh, he eats my baby's food a lot. <gasps> I did not know this was a real thing. Yeah, so I'm like, not not only did you arrest my dog in front of my house. Fat shame. Because it, sh- it says on the ticket where they picked him up. Literally, I'm like, wait, you were in my circle. Anyway, what? that's besides the point. What? Then I have to pay to get him out of here. And then you body shame my child. How dare. How dare she. I was very upset. How dare she. And now yeah. you have a cat too. I have a cat. Kitty. Kitty. Mm-hmm. She gets rid of all my mice. My husband is not happy about it. Wait, does he want mice? No, but once, well, once I was able to prove to him that the kitty actually is doing his job and like literally all of our, because we live in the mountains, so we get filled mice. And when I was able to prove to him that the kitty is actually doing work, like doing hard labor, hard labor, he's okay with the cat now. But before, he was so mad at me. Why? Does he not like cats? He doesn't like cats. He's allergic. See, I'm allergic. Yeah. I like them, but I'm allergic. So he was just like, 
this is a zoo. He was so mad. But now I'm like, no, honey. And now he he's like feeds something. the kitty because he's like, okay, he, he serves Cute his kitty. purpose. Yeah. Kitty and Dash. Do kitty they get along? Dash. They didn't at first. Dash was really scared of Kitty. Kitty was like really? going to beat Dash up. Yeah. And Kitty was like this big. And this massive dog was afraid of the teeny little cat. How old is Dash? Dash is old. <sighs> he's nine. And Labs only lived till about Labs range, I would say, 10 to 13, 14, yeah. if you're lucky. But I would say most of the time, 12. Yeah. And he's, he just turned nine this month. He's an old guy. He's an old man. Old yeah. Dashy. Bear was, like, being rough with him today. And I was like, Bear, he's old. He's an old man. Like, don't. Because you, you got Dash right when you got married? A how, few years how after. How long have you been married? <sighs> I think I'm coming up on 13 years. It's either 12. I think it's 13. That's so cr- I feel like once you pass yes, 10, it's I got, crazy. I got married in 2010 and it's 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So 13. Ah, that's freaking weird. That's crazy. 13 years. Did it go by quick? Yes. But then when I look back and like think of like really everything we've been through, I'm like, no, that was really slow. My husband always makes this joke on our every year for our anniversary, no matter the year. It's like, like this year we celebrated seven. And he was like, yeah, seven years hasn't felt like more than seven minutes underwater. <laughs> I'm like, that's You're like, lovely. Thanks a lot. Like, thanks. Oh so, my gosh. No, that's a long time to be married. Yeah. I mean, I got married when I was 19. I was 20. So oh, you were. Utah. Did you get, are you Mormon? Did you get married in the temple? I got married in the temple. Okay. I always tell people I'm kind of Mormon. Okay. Like, I'm like, eh. Okay. No, I think that's great. I, I love certain things. Yeah. Other things I don't, we don't go to church, but I'm going to teach my kids about Jesus Christ and God. I don't really know about Joseph Smith. I'm not really sure where I stand on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if my kids will get baptized. I will give my babies blessings though. Cause I think of blessings like a prayer. It's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. I don't feel weird about that. Yeah. I don't know. Religion is, religion is hard for me. I don't like organized religion, but I'm yeah. very spiritual. Like okay. I have like moments in my life where I'm like, I can't deny that God is real. Right. So like, but I'm not very like doctrine, that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm like, yeah, goes over my head. Yeah. The thing that I think is sad is like with our religion for so long, I feel, I feel like everyone was like, you're either all in or you're all out. It's black and white. And I'm like, okay, well, no, first of all, no one's perfect. So no one's doing exactly what they should be, whether you want to like think you're checking off all your perfect little check marks. Totally. But like. Obviously, I grew up in Utah, so it's all I knew. But once I started traveling for work and meeting so many people in other religions. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't I still claim myself as Mormon just because I don't do. I mean, well, I we go to church every Sunday. We have callings like I feel like we're very very active. I would consider myself a very active member. I would, too. Other. I mean, I just wear different underwear. Yeah. But I'm like. These other people that leave the church, I'm like, I wish they could still find a place for them in the church because I do think it's like, I don't, just like even your kids, like teach them about God. Like, I'm, yeah. I think it's great that you're teaching yeah. your kids about God because I feel like it's, that's important. Well, I think a lot of times Mormons get a bad rep and yeah, there's, there's going to be toxicness and. But that's in that's literally in any religion. Everything. Everything you can think of. And so you got to just take everything with a grain of salt. And if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And yeah. just live your life to 
your standards and what you want. And I, if everybody would just stop caring about what other people do, that yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, I'm like at the end of the day, none of us are worthy to like judge someone else. Yeah. Or like even return, like, like none of us are like the perfect version of ourselves. No, of like being Mormon or like yeah. of any religion. Yeah. Like the we all child. sin in different ways. Yep. But they like judge on these like outward things and it's just, I'm so over it. But I do feel like it's changing. I think so too. And I think a lot of it is just Utah culture. I think members of the church in different states don't struggle with this whole black and white thing really? so much. I feel like some of my family who live outside of Utah, they're more judgy. Really? And they're like, oh, you Utah Mormons just half in, half out. So casual. Interesting. Because my they're mom. way more judgy. My mom's LDS. My dad's not. But they're married. They've, that's how they got married. Um, And my dad's always been supportive of my mom. But they lived in Florida for like eight years. And she was like, I loved the Mormon church in Florida. Really? And here it's so judgy. Ugh. So I don't, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, maybe just like different just depends. Maybe it's like a personal thing. Maybe people are just born judgy. And other people are born more christ-like yeah i'm like utah but utah's just an interesting place i would never want to leave like all the things i love about utah are things i also don't like like i mm-hmm. hate that it's a bubble but i love that it's a bubble yeah like i want my kids to experience life outside the bubble but also like stay in the bubble and yeah. like be safe in this bubble yeah but i want to teach you other stuff too but yeah it's safe here stay here yeah did you ever leave utah no I, well after this winter, I was like, oh. get me out of here. I literally got on Zillow and I was looking up houses in Arizona, Texas, and California. I I was snowed in multiple times. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you lived up here. And because we're in a cul-de-sac, we're like the last to get plowed. Ugh. I wanted to die. Yeah. Your guys' snow. I if, mean, I thought my snow was bad and you're higher than I am. If it's like this again, my husband... I'll need to like admit him to a psych ward because he, yeah. if he has to snow blow one more time, <laughs> like multiple times a day. Oh my gosh. Horrible. Yeah. It, it was Horrible. too much this year. Never stopped. I've never wanted to move out. And my husband was like, yeah, we can move. I don't know. I never thought I would until this winter. Why don't you just get like a vacation home in like Florida A1 Destin and you can just go there when it's snowy. It's hard to get there. It is. We've I've been wa- there twice. I wanted to go, but it's I was like, I'm layover. not doing the layover. Yeah. It's- My friend, she's like rich, snotty girl lover. Um, She's like, yeah, we just charter a plane. I'm like, yeah, uh, that yeah. that would make it really easy. Like, yeah. I would love that too because I wanted to go somewhere before baby as a family. And I was like, that place looks amazing. Yeah. Destin, Florida. It's cold there a lot though. But I also was like a four hour layover. And no, friggin- it's easier no. to get to Hawaii. Yeah. Because it's a direct flight from Salt Lake. Yeah. By the time you do all your layovers, it's it's as long, if not longer, to get to totally. Florida than to get to Hawaii. No. Eventually, Drew and I will get um, a house in Hawaii. You think? Yeah. On Maui. Maui. We love it. It's like our home away from home. We go every year. Yeah. You guys go to the Four Seasons? Montage. Montage. Yeah. I don't love the Four Seasons. Never been to either. I, I like Montage. Wait, it's on, it's on Kapalua. And 
anyway, they it's not like a hotel. Like people have timeshares. Yes. But it's not even a timeshare. It's like that's their unit. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is your week. It's gotcha. just theirs. So I think eventually we'll buy a unit. That would be amazing. There. And it's a direct flight. We always stay at the Hyatt because it's like you walk and there's like where the Louis Vuitton is and the Hula Grill. I don't know what that part is called. Oh, um, um, yeah, in Kanapali. Yeah, yeah. We Whalers like, Village. Yeah, yes. We just stay there because it's like a nice little walk. And yeah, it's like everything. Everything's, everything's right, there. right there. If I stay over there, it's like Utah. No, it is. I'm like, why is everyone from Utah? Like, I recognize right you. Here? What's yeah. going on? Everyone, like, everyone yeah. stays at the Marriott. Yeah. I like yep. to go to the Montage. Yeah. No, I'm like, when get I'm me out of here. When I'm rich and bougie, I'll stay at the Montage too. You should. One day. It's, one day. It's I love the Montage. It looks amazing. It's amazing. Well, Rachel, thanks for taking out yeah. trash. This was so much yes. fun. People are gonna be very happy that this was an over two hour long episode. Oh, people, really? People were begging for a three hour, and I'm like, um, What? Well, I Has it really been two hours? Two and a half. Holy cow. Time flies when you're having fun when you're taking out trash. Yeah. I used to podcast at night. And I have it in like six months because when Emily and Amy and Megan, I all had them come at 830, mm-hmm. but I haven't done 830 in a hot minute. So this is like giving me flashbacks. I'm like, how did I stay up till midnight? But I'm like not even tired. I could, Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm just going. like, how do you do it during the day with your kids? Oh, they have to leave. So I, I can't do my it. husband takes them to like Thanksgiving point and oh, they go because okay. I need it to be like completely quiet. I need to be focused in the zone. Yeah. Can't handle. I think it's actually Megan was here and it was when I was in at night and I could hear my son crying through the vent. Oh no. And my, my husband's one job. You're like, one that, job. you had one job. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Megan. But like through my headphones, I can hear my child. I'm like, I'll be right back. What's my husband doing? He's literally playing call of duty. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like I am in, I'm working. Like I am <laughs> Busy changing lives, and you are over and here. You are playing a freaking video game, and our son is crying. He's like, "I'm sorry," and I'm like, "I want to punch him in the face." Oh no, that I was pissed. No, that wrong move, dude. So, yeah. So once I changed it to the middle of the day, once I hired Carly for a video because she lives freaking two hours away. <gasps> yeah. Holy cow! She's dedicated. This is her last day though because I'm doing my solos and I don't film those. Oh. So this is the last time she'll have to make that drive. But oh my gosh. I was like, I can't be doing it late at night. I'll do it at four or three thirty. And it's it is really nice. But I always just have to make sure my husband takes the kids. Yeah. Far, far away. Yeah. Because I can't. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do it with three. I really don't know. You can do it. It's gonna be very it's, interesting. It's gonna be crazy, but you can do it. I'm gonna be a little cuckoo. I do have yeah. a nanny. Yeah. She wants great. to be a nurse. Oh. Which means that she's gonna get really busy and like, yeah no nannies never it's a revolving door yeah and it sucks but it's also it's like yes go aspire to do yeah something more than don't just sit at my house and take care of yeah. my kids yeah I go get a real job nannies like I know it's just hard when you find somebody you love and trust like I feel so confident like leaving my kids to go out of town yeah and I I don't want to lose it I'm like it's so nice yeah. But yeah, whatever. Well, for the millionth time, thank you, Rachel. This <laughs> thank was you so for much fun. Me. Um, you guys have the best weekend. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and don't forget to take out your trash. Bye, everybody.